You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. Tour and really just be out there on the pill popping that There you go. See what I'm saying? Oh, you gotta get it. Hey, yo, live this podcast, man. Y'all stay Fuck with tuned. Us. We about to go up. Yeah, Lord. Huh, 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 huh. Let me see my check, my check. It's already pre going. So we kind of on, but we ain't for real. Mike check, Mike check, 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 check. Mike check one two. You know what we do? Mike check one two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. No, no, perfect, perfect, bang, perfect. Bang. Oh, that's bang, bang, perfect, perfect. All right, boom, two, three. All right, boom, 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 boom. Two, three, four, five. That's five. What's five? Five is the blue, right? Five is blue. And I'm six. Yeah, yeah. People text me. All right, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Wow, one. Yeah, man. We had to do this. We had to bring this bitch back. We had to bring this one back. Cause the last one, man, I fuck around, lost that one. Lost episodes on niggas. Don't worry about it, dog. This is going to be a better one, man. That was Got a trial run. run. Got there right. Like, yeah. What up? What up? What up? Josh Adams Podcast. It's uh, April the 2nd, and we in the building right now. I got legends in the building. You know Kari Frazier's here. What up, Kari? The what real up, Kari Frazier. The real Kari Frazier. Nigga, up goes Frazier. We ain't going down no more. And again, like I said, uh, I ain't even tell people. We just springing this on y'all. We just, you know we do it every Friday, but I don't even want to tell y'all we be doing no more. We just going to pop up, and who here is going to be here? And right now, we got a legend in the game, mm-hmm. comedy, uh, mm-hmm. Midwest, in the, mm-hmm. in the country, uh, one of my OGs who, you know, I'm always just grateful. This is an OG episode. I ain't had one since Shiny been on here. And this is his repeat episode. And when we find the other, we're going to do it. But fuck it. We're going to go ahead and do the remix right now. Big homie, Foolish in the building. What's oh, up, oh. sir? Oh, oh. Man, hey, let me tell you. What? It's always a pleasure to fuck with y'all, man. Look at motherfuckers calling me on the straight up FaceTime already. But I'm like this. The only way I fuck with niggas mm-hmm. is by fucking with niggas. Like, when I don't fuck with you, you annoy it when you ask me to do some shit. And I'll be like, yeah, uh, I can't even do it, dog. But if I fuck with yeah. you, I'm there. Foolish, let me ask you this. How long did it take you to warm, do it take you to warm up to people? Because I remember early in the game, I was like, Foolish don't fuck with me, so I don't fuck with him. And I can remember, but it, over time, I was like, oh, Foolish fucking with me. Like, yeah, hey, come do this show. Come do this. Come do that. How long do it take you to warm up to niggas? Or is it just based on... I, well, you know, case to case. Is it a case I go, case? I go off of who really want it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to fuck with nobody who trying to like be something in this game and then cop out. Like, all right, yeah, this ain't shit. I gotta fuck with motherfuckers who in it for the long haul. Yeah, like I've been. Like you know, I don't know if you know, but my story is I came straight up off the streets with nothing. Like, they raided the spot. Yeah. I had to go work off some of the shit that I got fronted, and I came to the conclusion in my mind that 
God must wanted me to do something else, so I got to do it. And I dropped everything yeah, just to do that. And I made a pact with God that I wouldn't be out here fucking up if he blessed me with a lane of what I love doing. And I've been funny all through high school. I've been funny all through elementary, college, the whole nine. Where you go? Where you grew up at? For I grew people up, don't know. I grew up out of E-Course, and then I caught a dope case at 11. And then I moved to 820 Vinewood, super southwest over there in Mexican town, where I I sit up there and befriended so many motherfuckers on the number streets. And, okay. you know, it's just so many lanes out there that you don't have to ever wonder, like, what should I be doing? Because the hustle is right there. Yeah, yeah. But once I left all that and found this hustle, I became complete. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you got to feel when you're doing anything. Like, wow, I feel complete doing this. I feel like ain't nobody going to sit up there and take this away from me. When you hustling out yeah. there in the dope game, they take all that shit away from you. Yeah, yeah. They strip you blind. And comedy, they couldn't do that with me because mm -hmm. it's something in you. You the dope. Yeah, yeah. So you the now, product. Yeah, you the product of the product. You see it on my page. Mm -hmm. Once you are person with passion for what you're doing then nobody can take nothing from you and you're gonna keep adding on through the pain and through the pleasure yeah yeah that's where you come in at yeah 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 i yeah. saw you straight up from the beginning and that's how people have saw me and i said to myself dog did it just like how i did it yeah, with yeah. everything you was doing mm -hmm. and said you know what i'm gonna work at this craft if i gotta get a job i'm gonna get a job yep that's what it's all about because you got to take care of the family. You got to take care of yourself. And we heavy maintenance out here in Detroit. Yeah, we are. We heavy. Man. I don't give a fuck if you ain't got no car to years, but your ass got a car. Your ass got a place to stay. And that right there is maintenance that motherfuckers don't want to really talk about. Man, and I mean, no, as long as you've been in the game, dog, and at the level you've been doing it at, I know you done seen, because I'm kind of like this, I done seen so many niggas come and go that when I first meet niggas that do comedy, it's like, dog, I mean, cool, what you want me to do? You know, I, if, you, blank. If, if you here in five years, then nigga, I know you really serious about this shit. Like, How about this? What? If you here in 20. Damn. It, it ain't a time limit on your success, mm -hmm. but it is a time limit on how you think you're going to be successful because sometimes motherfuckers be like, man, I won this competition. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Then say it ain't no more competitions. Say ain't nobody even looking at you, so you still doing amateur nights going up. Now it's like you must got the same jokes. Uh -huh. And then that's why you also stay in that same lane. Your jokes ain't changed. You ain't elevated the ones you got. You ain't put no legs on it. And now motherfuckers done took your shit. Yeah. I went through that, and I had to add on to stuff. It got to the point to where after you see big-name comedians come in town, you work with them, you rock shows with them, they go back out there to L.A., they go back out there to Atlanta, they go back out there to New York. With a new 30. All of a sudden. And you always got somebody willing to invest in you once they see that your ass is a funny motherfucker. Mm. Now you really getting a lot of the stuff that I was supposed to be getting, but you got an agent. And what them agents do? Right. Let me tell y'all something about that agency shit. An agent will have you with a, a whack-ass comedian, and that's how they want you to actually structure the show. Show somebody that's whack as fuck and then you go up behind them and kill it. Mm. They don't want nobody. He funny, he funny, and he hilarious. Because it ain't going to be like that with the motherfuckers out there. Mm -hmm. Them people going to straight up look at you and be like, dog, you should have headlined. Yeah. 
And when you see that, you be like this. Why should I stay in a game that's this dirty? Yeah, it's good. And then you say to yourself, because God want me to. Mm-hmm. He want me to get my lessons in no matter how long it take. One of my favorite comedians in the world, Red Fox, Malcolm X boy, a pioneer that stood up for all the comedians around him, especially Esther, who was an actual burlesque dancer. No, I didn't know that. And he brought her out of that into his show and blew her up. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't see these motherfuckers out here doing that, man. You see these motherfuckers out here, big-ass crib, six, seven cars. They might like your shit, but they ain't hooking you up with nobody that can get you the meals like they getting because mm. they don't want that. I heard Kevin Hart tell a couple comedians, you'll never be bigger than me. And he got the power to do that. But ain't that why you here? Like, ain't you here for somebody else to take the bar higher than you pushed it? That's how you think. Mm. A lot of these cats think that now that I got all this, I ain't got to share it. I remember I used to bring every comedian that came in town to my neighborhood to hoop, to eat, to hang out and show people that they was cool. Once they shut down Coco's House of Comedy, none of them comedians was coming here, and when they blew up, they didn't sit up there and try to keep in touch. Some motherfuckers sit up there and was like, yeah, man, you got to build your own fan base, man, you know what I mean? And I remember when I got out, got off the radio, when they fired me in 2012 from JLB, mm-hmm. one of my best friends was Corey Hokel. One of my best friends. I'm talking about he can stay over my crib when he come here. I stay over his crib when I go to Chi-Town. And he said to me, I remember these words. Man, I heard that that afterlife, after radio was fucked up, man. I heard niggas be going broke. Uh-huh. And he knew I was a comedian. He knew I was funny as hell. But that was the first thing he said to me. Not, I got your back. Let's go out there and get this paper, nigga. Fuck them. You better than that. Yeah, yeah. So I had to fuck with those that told me, fuck that. I got your back. You need some work? I'm going to fuck with you. Damon Williams, number one. Shottown, Marlon Mitchell, uh-huh. number two. B. Cole, number three. Yeah. Jeff B., number four. My whole Shottown family down the way, Leon Rogers, all of them they, kept giving me work. Beast. They all funny. And it kept my mind right. Because mm-hmm. you can lose your shit. After you be at a job so long and get comfortable, then they take that motherfucker away from you. you can, I saw you on the radio. Losing. 2012. 2012. To what? And then I took two years off, then got back on uh, 105. No, I'm talking about when you started to do, like you started in 2000. One. So you 12 years of radio or just on air, because I grew up, we all grew up with people that's listening to you and Coco on the radio, for sure. In the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Mr. Chase and all them in a... Uh... Chase, Search, and Tigger. Oh, wow. Y'all was on there with them, too. Yeah, Tigger, Tigger mean, was the really, first. Really? I mean, they was the Detroit anchors of it all, you know, if you ask me. I think that, like, that was, like, the start of what radio is now. And, like, that's why podcasts is smashing radio. And cats don't even really listen to it no more because yeah. it's not regional no more. Like... I don't feel no connection. You can damn near go from city to city to city and damn near pick up the same playlist. It sound like the same personality. Yeah. 
it just it don't feel like I'm going into a whole nother city. So like when you look at that movie like Talk to Me that was about uh Petey Green and shit in DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where you had a guy that like really carved out a notion. You know, Mojo here in the city of Detroit, or Mason oh, in Detroit. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Like where you felt like, oh, you know, this person matches the culture of this place as opposed to let's make a playlist and this the playlist for the whole nation. Yeah, like every city you go to, you should be able to tap into the local radio to know where to go hang out at, where to kick it at, what's the energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what y'all represented as far yeah. as like for the longest where I would wake up and jump back and forth, you know what I'm saying? And be like, oh yeah, Coco, yeah. Coco and Foolish, Foolish gonna do the word of the day, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Co- like coats for kids, I all mean, that. Kids would've been smashing them for free coats and coming on them celebrities if it wasn't for Coco and Foolish being there. Man, let me tell you though, a lot of the radio was so fake that once you was real in it, you saw it and you tried to correct it, but they wouldn't let you. Mm. So it would always be a problem because they would change general managers. Like my my coolest general manager, man, I tell y'all a story. Dave Pugh, mm-hmm. that was his name. White dude, cool than a motherfucker. Black wife. Mm. They was laid back. They was on that real shit. And um, one time I actually had a, a a case that I didn't take care of, an actual gun case. And I had it back in 94. So I was actually on the run for six years before I got on the radio. Like, Damn. didn't nobody know that. Like, I had a warrant out for my arrest like a motherfucker. And I they just could never catch me. Damn. So as soon as I blew up on the radio. They came and got you. The motherfuckers tried to come and get me. Wow. They came up in there. They had a special task force for everybody that was, you know, had warrants and shit for whatever. But if you had a felony warrant, then they came with the guns on their back, six, seven deep. So I I decided one morning, like, you know what? I'm sick. I'm about to go to my boy crib, smoke out, play motherfucker PlayStation and chill out because I just need to clear my mind. That's how God works. Mm -hmm. They raided the station. They had raided my crib, they raided my mama crib, wow. and they raided my grandma crib looking for me. That's I'm over my boy's crib playing the video game, having a ball. And they go to playing Super Nintendo. Man, my grandma called me. She's like, Bobby. You know, that's my real name. Mm. <laughs> what did you do? I say, what you talking about, grandma? She's like, the SWAT team was at my back door, and then they was at my front door. What did you do? I said, oh. And I thought about it. And mm. so... I just went and got a lawyer. Yeah. And he told me, he say, what we're going to do is we're going to make a court date for in the morning. We're going to get the warrants up off of you. You're going to have to pay a little money. But this shit was straight up seven, eight years ago. Your life been clean after that. The judge ain't going to sit up there and do shit. Yeah. Man, I go to court in the morning. The cops up in there that uh, had arrested me and stuff like, he fleed from us for eight years. He violated his probation and blase splee. And then the judge was like, Foolish? Yeah. Foolish <laughs> in the morning with Mason? I was like, yeah, that's me. He was like, you know, I'm looking at your record here. You ain't had nothing go on in your life in seven, eight years. Why ain't you turn yourself in? I was like, I didn't feel like I was supposed to. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I tell you what. You got 1500 on you? I said, yeah, I got 1500 He was like, all right, pay that. Case dismissed. Mm. Who was the judge? He was a green-eyed dude, man. I forgot his name, dog. Black guy? Yup. Got green eyes. He's the only motherfucker I ever saw as a judge with Your green eyes. Your long-lost brother, nigga. Hey, all that had to happen, nigga, for you to beat the case. Say that. 36 or 40. But peep this, though. I come back the next day to work. Uh-huh. 
SWAT team there. Mm. Cause they heard me on the on the air. Okay. I had all my paperwork and everything, and wow. the SWAT team like this. How come you just didn't come turn yourself in? I was just like this, cause I don't owe you motherfuckers nothing. Nigga, that's your job. Come Point me, blank. Nigga. If y'all couldn't catch me, and I paid my shit off, I'm sorry. Uh, what the fuck is we still talking for? I show you how terrible the law enforcement is. If a nigga on the radio every morning and y'all ain't caught that nigga yet, you ain't gonna catch them other niggas. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's how they really get in. Well, this nigga is on the radio. Well, that and it just you know that's. That is some down ass shit. Cause the average manager, if they raid your job, for all of our listeners listening, you probably ain't gonna keep that job. If a nigga, about this, I don't even get make paid to be here. If a nigga raided this podcast right now, Kari <laughs> would not fuck with me no more, nigga. You wanna make it worse? If a bitch came over here knocking on the door looking for me, Kari would end this podcast relationship that I got going with this. Hey, nigga. you want me to make it worse for you? Talk to me. My contract was up the same day. Mm. That you got raided. Wow. Came back. Ain't that something? Day pew. Like, yo, sign here. Three-year contract. Mm. And he upped my pay 40000 I was over 100000 Shout out Dave Pugh. Shout out to that nigga, man. All Real day. talk. And, but peep this. I signed that bitch wet. I didn't even let my lawyer go through it. So I sit up there and signed it. Fuck it. Off his recognizance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was straight. Damn. I was on money. And then he never told nobody. Nobody ever knew. Until uh-huh. now. Mm. Shout out today. Yo, that's the hard. stories you get, the stories you get from the OGs. And let yeah. me say this. Foolish. That's heavy. Foolish is damn near like a get he like a, a, a street passport everywhere. Like every time the most street dude I know, no foolish. Yeah, this shit is crazy. He's their like, favorite comedian. It's like, yeah. yo, I it's like this motherfucker be hiding off in the hills. Cause I swear to God, I don't know what the fuck he be into, but they be into some shit. But somehow they be like popped up at some shit. And I'm like, damn, he out? What the fuck he out for? And he'd be like, what up, foolish? I'm like, how the fuck? Nigga, East West. Foolish know every street. Pontiac. Dude, uh, for real. Angster. Over here, over here though, where we at? Man, used to be some of the livest parties <laughs> of all time. You talking about pretty thoughts? It was out over here. <laughs> the pretty thoughts was out here. Not these bum ass bitches we've been seeing with these motherfucking mermaid ass eyelashes and yeah, shit yeah. like that. I'm talking about natural beauty, hardly no makeup, bodies natural, and literally would have gave you some pussy for some Rileys. They was on the big Bufers. <laughs> they was the on the big Bufers. For the season five, they was busting the pussy down. <laughs> for the big, big Bufers. Gotta believe it. Straight up. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I really never wanted to be in a relationship because of that. <laughs> Cause of what? <laughs> Bitches was fucking niggas for Big Bufers. <laughs> you know Big Bufers. Nah, niggas. The lemon pepper kicked in later. Niggas was on motherfucking getting girls rallies and different. Nigga didn't have to buy no crab boil bag. None of that. Bitch no, didn't no. even know what a crab boil bag was. King crab, crab legs and shit like that. Man, and just dog. rallies and what monster burger Wing and lose lose Dings. deli. You, top hat. Dog lose <laughs> deli was top notch. Bitches was it? You couldn't fuck with Lose Deli and have a bum ass bitch with you. Like you saw bad bitches eating Lose. So Lose Deli, if people don't know that, listen, because we all over the place. Uh, as far as listeners go, it's a it's a corn corn beef sandwiches. Like I think that's a staple in the Just city. Classic delicatessen. Man. I know they got the one out there in Southfield, but really the one across the street from Mary Grove. Right, yeah, that's know. the number one. So that's, you know. I just found out that was the number one. That they was like that was the first Nick one. Nichols, I thought it was that yeah. bitch over there off of Greenfield up the street from Northland. I didn't nah, know that the, right. the, the main one was that bitch on Six yeah, Mile Wyoming. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like I like Asian streets. corned beef hoes though. <laughs> what's the you know difference what I mean? between it? What's Asian corned beef? <laughs> the egg rolls. The egg rolls. Them egg rolls. You go over chick crib with like four different 
flavor egg roll, the shrimp, the lobster, the corned beef, and the steak. And um, you just sit back and you watch that bitch dream about being in a relationship with you and eating them At all. that point? You got to stay with a woman who like to eat more than a woman who like to spin. Break that down. Yo, that's some, uh, that's that's, some game for that's you. That's heavy. Gotta, I like to eat more than she like to spin. Because guess what? She going to cook for y'all or you going to cook for y'all. And that's going to be enough mm. for yeah. the strongest head game. I should not be at Somerset Mall no, no. looking <laughs> at no motherfucking Birkin bag no, no. for no bitch to stay on Houston and with it. No, nah, you need brake pads, <laughs> bitch. What you need a Birkin bag for? Your priorities is fucked up. For people that don't know, we took corned beef, uh, the egg rolls. It used to be the Oriental people used to just like Japanese people used to put uh, regular shit in them. We finessed them bitches now. We done innovated in the city and we doing a bunch of shit with them. We putting corned beef in there. Whatever you want, we put it in the egg roll. Somehow we figured it out and we got the patent on them up. My boy put an engagement ring in one. Damn near killed this woman. Yeah. <laughs> Damn near killed this killed woman. Killed this woman. And it was, it was zirconia. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, C. fellas! You trying to be romantic? You out here committing murders? He didn't get that stemmy. He ain't had a stemmy yet. <laughs> Nigga had a stemmy. <laughs> didn't have a goddamn stemmy. I was with Foolish uh, at a, a four patio with Simply Chanel, and I found out that we watched some of the same porn. Yeah, hilarious. Um, go ahead, Foolish. Uh, what? Don't doubt. Soon as that bitch come on, I'm like, yeah, brick. Rip this ugly bitch in your hair. If What's niggas like don't, don't die, I don't even know what you're talking about. He, it's his nigga named Dirty Mike now, and he got like. Dirty Mike. <laughs> he got a plethora of different porno genres up under his umbrella. He's like the new West Coast production. He got dogged out. He got dogged nasty out. New York amateurs. He got raw black BJs. Raw black BJs. Like he crazy. said nasty New York amateurs. <laughs> and, and he got this nigga named BK Brick who BK Brick. just got out the joint. Just got out dick as big as that hand sanitizer bottle <laughs> and be blowing bitches down. Big Buford eating bitches. Yo, this hand sanitizer, this gotta be a gallon and a half. That's how big Brick Dick is. Hey, but you know what's crazy is, man, his choice of bitches amazes me. Like, that nigga have an all right looking bitch, then go straight yeah. gravy train. Yeah. You hear me? Gravy. Yeah. So it's basically who got love for the game. That's what no, it is. No, no, this nigga just proving he ain't gay. I think I figured it out, dog. Them niggas be trying to prove that they ain't gay because they be doing some gay shit and they be trying to prove that they ain't gay. Like, I don't know how you let Brick tear the pussy up and then you eat it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's 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 crazy. Bro, no, I mean, I mean, I can't, I can't even understand they trains, dog. They be running on bitches, man. The it's like is y'all cutting at the wrong scenes and putting <laughs> the, the early shit at the end and fucking my head up like the that. Because anytime you run the train and a nigga decide to eat some pussy, the train is over. <laughs> Yeah, because that's that, now this is an intimate relationship that's happening. That's intimacy. <laughs> if we running the train, we not kissing or <laughs> nigga, you no, train bouncing on this it's bitch. A train. Yeah, it's like, but you got some niggas out there that care too much, and they be over like, "Hey man, I'm gonna take you in the other room right quick, man, before y'all get to uh." <laughs> Thank you. This nigga up here trying to coach her <laughs> coach on some her. romantic shit uh, he about to do. Like, nigga, we about to break. This bitch says she want her whole ass busted out. <laughs> and it ain't no superstar bitches on there. It ain't no bad. It nah, ain't, ain't no. Bad. Yeah, nah, like bro, key, they are. They've been down through there. But low key, it's like, 
I was watching. You better make that's, be that's, that's, that's the Greyhound. Foolish should definitely remember this shit. Boy, but Truck Turner was on TV today. And I'm Who? looking at Truck Turner, the movie with Isaac Hayes oh, and man. Michelle Nichols. And I'm looking at Michelle Nichols like, God damn, she fine as hell. Mm-hmm. Who was old, this old movie, but old black exploitation movie. Okay. But the chicks in them movies with the natural bodies, it's like, I don't know, it's something going on with what's natural. It's like, it's a different feeling where it's just like, it look so much colder. Back you know? in the day or now? Yeah. I mean, just well, knowing like this, real. now they're trying to replicate what natural bodies look like. So they going out here, they getting the fake asses, they uh, they they snatching, they, they breaking their ribs out at the bottom so that they had these Coke bottle shakes. But it's like, it's not, it's very rare that you see, I know like two or three girls that I follow that got natural bodies for right, sure though. Right, But I mean, nine times out of 10, man, that shit ain't, you it know, it looked, ain't laying right. It looked Different. It's like one of them things where, like, you walk by it and then it's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when the concrete not even. Like, what, what, what's you know, going on here? Do you do you actually want a chick with a cold body? Like both of y'all, y'all want chicks? with I'm cold at that body? stage in my life that I, I yeah yeah I you ain't not that cold. I don't want them. It's 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 on the list. I've it's hit some. I've hit list. some. I've, I've, I've hit some big girls. No, I'm talking about man. I'm trying to get with like you know the flat ass chicks, man, with the pretty <laughs> face and oh, all face. Might have like a huge navel or some shit a like that navel. awkward shit that, but pussy on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It seems to be that a lot of women who are skinnier, they maintenance is different. Like you know these chicks with these big asses, dog, man. I, I hate to say it, man. They be leaving shit, man, in them big asses, dog. I don't saw. <laughs> All type of different materials still stuck up in there. In the ass? Materials. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, like, it's neither going to be toilet paper, panty liners, or, you know, something that they did. Man, this one chick still had a dildo Uh in her when she came over my crib (laughs) and was trying to play that shit off. She was like, (sighs) and I'm over there like, bitch. This is nasty than a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like this. This is what you do. I, I did not know that some women ride with dildos in them. Like they be in their ride. Just sitting in there? Just sitting in there with the boy on. Like a cup holder? The, the, with the, the bunny rabbits, all that shit, man. This bitch yeah. was like this. I forgot it was. I'm like, you know, Ma, this is a huge pussy. Yeah. And I shall not. I try to attempt to be up in this bouncy house like like this ain't no regular shit. Like, this is some bullshit. You know what I mean? That's a stash box. Like, bitch, how you gonna forget you got a whole dildo up in you when you come on my house? Yeah, dog. I mean, like, that was the last time I hit that motherfucker, too, cuz. Cause when she pulled it out, man, she had did some freaky shit. Had to start sucking all on it and all this shit. And I'm over there like... The last (laughs) time, bitch, I fuck you. (laughs) Last it didn't stop time. you from fucking her. Hold on, I had to. Yeah, did it one more time. I popped that rhino. <laughs> once you pop that rhino, you got to complete the mission. That's the discussion niggas don't want to talk about. Like once you do that, once you pop one of those uh chingling or the rhinos or with one with the, whatever the honey, honey pack, honey was, pack uh, you got to fuck something because your head gonna hurt. So it's wait. like now you are gonna get some migraine. You at least gotta go get some pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely headache. Him talking about the chingling was like, fuck it, let me go on and try this shit out. It was so weird. I'm at the counter. It seemed like more people came in the gas station. Yeah. And I wanted to cop a goddamn chingling. I be shit. waiting. I'm like, let me get that. I do it in front of bitch. <laughs> See, you owe them more confidence. <laughs> I be like, hey, let me get two of them. <laughs> Making a bitch wonder, like, oh, this nigga about to go crazy. Like, let me get two of them in a pint of smeared off gin. <laughs> I'm trying to fire hydrate this bitch life. Yeah. You know, I'm like this. 
every chick that I fucked the shit out of, I realized I, I could move in. Yes, yes. It's not ever been a point to where, all right, nigga, just go home. Like, some niggas go home. I stay. I just sweated in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to get comfortable in a motherfucker uh-huh. and move in at least tonight. For the or, night. I just can't. I don't like going home, man, when uh, you don't put that work in. It's stupid to me. Yeah, when you fuck the shit out of somebody like that, you damn near want to just be there for a little longer. Like, I'm at least going to stay here to Monday. If it's Friday, See I'm going to go saying? home on Monday. It's like a holiday. And oh. you know you done did everything. Yeah. Like Took I the trash remember, out, you dropped dick in her, you know what I'm saying? You killed a, a centerpiece. Yeah. You damn near the man of the house at this point. Hey, yo, just like a female that slept with me, I remember the females that I slept with that put it on me, and I remember you for life. I remember all the stories you told me before you put it on me. I remember this one chick told me, she was like, yeah, I go with this boxer, and he cheated on me. And I'm over like, damn, boxer pussy. <laughs> I never had no, like, boxer pussy. Boxer I know pussy. this motherfucker about to be good. Because the boxer niggas, you know, they be putting in work, putting in that shape. And usually the women have to keep that motherfucker tight or this nigga will whoop their ass. <laughs> so met this chick after the show, man. I just killed it, man. And she had came. She said, I'm coming to your next show tomorrow night. And she showed up. And then her girl was like, she came here just for you. I'm about to leave. You and her, it's on I'm y'all. I'm leave. like, just hook me up, right? Man, first time ever, I bought six nuts back to back in one night. Back to back. To back. You was jorting. In yeah, you going one crazy. night. You six going crazy. Rings. And she looked at like Charday. Charday mm, <laughs> or Sade? Charday. <laughs> okay, you're not talking about the singer, or are you talking about Charday? That's the, that's that's her name, Charday. I ain't know no R was in it. All right, then shout out to Charday. Charday, yeah, well, all the old school niggas always called her Charday. Oh, I what you call her? Sade. I oh, thought nigga, it was that's Sade. Some young shit, right there. S A D E, ain't no R yeah. in it. No, nigga, but you pronounce it with the R. Okay, yeah, so, shout out to Charday. No motherfucker, Sade. Sade. You Sade. said Sade. Sade, baby. Oh hell no, that's Sade. You know, Charday is the name of the group. What group? It's her group. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not just her name. Nah. I thought it was Sade. I thought she was one motherfucker. See, see how we educate up in here. And that's what I'm see when <laughs> you bring your OGs right through, there, you dog. find out shit. So now I can no longer be ignorant to that. I didn't know it was a group. Yep, that's the name of her group and her. Sade. Well, shout out to them, dude. Yep. I know that, man. That's love, right? There. I don't have to play that shit tonight, dog. Yeah. But here go the big thing. I got a question for y'all, man, because this shit right here is always in the air. Do y'all feel like y'all supposed to do everything for a woman? Yeah, I do. Mm. All right, now name everything that you're supposed to do. I feel like I'm supposed to provide, protect, entertain, counsel, uh, always reinvent myself and always be better. Just as a man, you always feel like you got to just be on your toes because they put a lot of pressure on us when it comes to that. We always had a discussion on here that we feel like a man got to do a gang of shit. But tell me this, though. She's been doing this shit by herself. Why the fuck do you feel like you're supposed to be doing it and she been doing it? Because that's what we got from... Well, we was taught in the 90s. So in other words, you like don't feel it. We got that game from y'all. No, no, I'm talking about, so really you don't feel, feel it. You think that you're programmed to think. That's this. what it is. We conditioned to believe that's what it is. See, I don't have that. What about you, brother? Same shit. I feel this, though, as a man, the role I play in a woman's life is definitely, like, leader, protector. Uh, I got to make sure that. If she going through some shit, I address whatever that problem is. Even the shit she don't see, I got to kind of intercept that. Yep. I feel as though I've been conditioned 
to believe that's what I do. So y'all be listening to their conversations and shit about people you don't know? Yeah, kind of in and out, but I just make sure I listen to key shit. Uh, Martez Jackson, what up, Ian Linus? What's the deal? You actually listen to him? I mean... I'm a listener, though. Kool-Aid. I'm a Kool-Aid. God damn. Hey, man, rest, rest in, in peace, peace brother. We thinking about you. Think about OG. You really think... But we listen. Like, I feel like as comedians, that's my superpower anyway. Like, I listen more than anything. So listening to me ain't shit because I'm just always... You know what it, I mean? It depends on what's going on because it gets to a certain point, especially that same story over and over again. It's like, eh... I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I'm at the age in my life where I don't listen no more. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to hear that shit. If it ain't about us, I don't want to hear that shit. Because, for one, your family members don't mean shit to me okay. if they ain't really here helping us out. So I don't, I don't want to talk about them. And your friends, if they not really down with you, why the fuck is you around them? I don't want to talk about that. My whole thing with a woman is if you ain't talking about us building something. Yeah. Then the gossip shit is for you and your girls. Go go talk to her about that shit. I'm gonna fuck my shade room. And that's the other pressure I be under. That's why it's almost like two sides of it. Cause what foolish just said is it's like, damn, would a real nigga do this shit? Yeah. What he just said is definitely under the check. I would check. Yes, this I did it. Real I actually told the chick I was like, my low key. I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about when it comes to people I don't know. I'm not gonna talk to you about people that you don't know. Yeah. You know what mm. I mean? What I'm going to talk about is us mm. and how we developing into something that's real. And I want to I wanna actually make money with you. Yeah, yeah. I want to see how time, far as how we spend it, is being rewarded. I don't want to be talking and being into this entertainment bullshit that's on social media. Like, when we personal, I want us to be like, let's get deep into our own shit. Yeah, yeah. You know All what right. I mean? So, damn, this is like a next level with shit. This is like <laughs> real conversation. Yeah, let's go. Fool is dropping the Kevin Samuels type game. No, it's real now, shit. Kevin so- Samuels is a dude that gets off by being highly opinionated. Mm-hmm. Highly opinion. What you call this shit? Opinionated. 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 Mm-hmm. Me, it's just me. This only works for me. Okay. Your if- shit, his shit is absolute. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how it works for everybody. Yes. Me, I'm just talking about me and mine. So this is where I'm at with that. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Better Made said, so if I'm talking about uh, how work stressed me out, you don't want to hear that? We'll listen to that. But I don't want to hear if it's the same shit over and over again, and then I give you a solution to it, and then you keep coming back with the same shit. It's like, well, stop talking to that bitch if she's stressing you out at the job. I think Foolish got another point on that, because it's like in the same trajectory, as we grow older, I mean, like they say, time is the most valuable asset we have. Mm-hmm. Every day we got more shit in the mix. All that time hearing some bullshit, and really, as much as he's saying that, he's saying that to his lady. He probably even saying that to his family too. Like I'm, I, I guarantee he ain't like, yo, bro, what the fuck you talking about? Right. Ain't got shit to do with shit. Let's get back to the mission. If your job is stressing you out, and me and you is getting money together, yeah, I want to hear about it. But if we ain't getting money together, don't even bring that shit up into our fun time. Like, if we had a level to where, man, you just trying to have fun, don't bring the stress, because I'm not. And some people bring shit that you ain't going to bring, and they think that's all right. I think that's the burden of a man, though. Like, we don't put our stress on nobody else. Like, you know, you it'll be... It'll be the last thing you're going to do is tell me what's going on in your life that's fucking with you because you're just a man. You're like, I'm not finna go tell this nigga what's going on with me and my daughter, mama, or what's going on in my life and this, that, and third. That's just how we design. Women come, nigga, they put it all on you. And then on top of what you got on you, which they don't ever understand, 
Now I'm taking on this shit you talking about at your job and how your girl nigga cheating on her. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. And then when you bring them around, then I got to act like I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Knowing you're going to still be with the motherfucker. <laughs> and then you're going to still be with your girls, too, that you over there said don't like your ass. That's all I'm saying. But here go the big thing. If me and you are developing something, lady... Let's develop what's real and what we want real in the future. Not talking about shit that's going to stress us both out because when we together, it should be no stress. And if you're thinking about your job or you're thinking about all these other motherfuckers, then that means that what I'm doing ain't enough because I ain't coming at you with my shit. I'm looking at you like, man, I couldn't wait to see you. I got I got another question. For okay, go ahead. Because you know this is an OG. Oh, no. So, like, definitely. of your OGs, that you look up to that still got women in their life. What's the dynamic? What role do them women they play? They buying pussy. <laughs> they paying for it. You don't even know that we finna transition into some shit. These niggas is paying big money for ass and think it's cool. They developing their daughters to want money. And they developing the daughters of them to want money. It's like, dog, I, my daughter has a pure mind already and knows that she ain't going to be ran over by nobody. And she knows that she can get it herself. So if a man ain't bringing her happiness, then there won't be no happiness to motherfucker to bring. Mm -hmm. You got to bring happiness. A woman should be smiling before you get with her. It shouldn't cost me shit. You should already be happy. Point blank. Or don't fuck with me. Because I swear, I don't give a fuck if I had a studio apartment with a couch in that bitch. I'm not going to have no stress in that motherfucker. Still going to be happy no matter where we at, no matter what situation we in. Yeah, See? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's times, the difference between the so STEMI money. So did the STEMI money. Did that start with a, put it like this, so that's not even an older woman uh, thing. That, I mean, a younger woman thing. That's just something that always happened because I thought maybe that was just my generation of women. That's that's It's been like that. That's just that's the software all women running off of, basically. Hey, Josh. Yes, sir. Do you realize every woman expects the same thing out of every man or more? So you ain't really special to them. So when you actually step out of your boundaries that and hurt show her, a bit. When you step out of your boundaries and show her, like, yo, I'm not like these other niggas, and I don't want the relationship that you have with them other niggas. And she show you that, yes, you are like these other niggas. You can't say shit. Damn, she don't so say it, but she show you like you but are just like that, the rest of these that, niggas. That right there, he just went on my biggest insecurity of that shit. It's like, it's like the the deeper we go, look at me like Kari. Do not look at me like these other niggas because I never and I always feel sometimes like it's a switch where like it's cool when we doing this, it's cool when we doing that, and then like in like two seconds I can just be like a nigga from off the street. Yeah. Like I remember it was one time. Uh, as of recently and shit, the shit kind of threw me off where I was like, um, where I, I was like, yeah, you can you can chill here. You know what I'm saying? You can stay over. Mm. And she was like, well, you know, I don't want you to look at me a certain way. And it's like, I'm thinking to myself, like, as cool as we are, you know, I got shit to lose. You know, I got businesses. But you still think I'm the type of nigga that may jump on your ass or some or whatever the fuck you think would go on. Like, that shit's such a turnoff that it's like I be feeling like I'm this close to being... With a white woman. Well, possibly that too, but more so like a nigga from off the street. What's up, boy? You good? 
My boy Mikey on this. Bitch. Which I guess brings us to uh, everything he was just talking. Do we go right into the segment? Uh, yeah, we can go right into that. Foolish. This man Foolish been on the radio so long, bro, that he don't even realize he is a, is a G at tra- uh, Transitions and didn't even realize what we was going into. But uh, me and Kari have come across uh, a very interesting guy on YouTube, bro, <laughs> who has a very, very specific ni- uh, uh, niche that he discusses. <laughs> right. And Foolish had just didn't even know, and that's why we hit him with it. But we're going to play it right now. Uh, what's his name, sir? What? <coughs> sir Tricks a lot. All right, here we go. This is the first time we've ever heard this, this on here. introductory in nature, but more importantly, it's meant to equip fair use, fellow fair tricks use. with the tools to help convert perspective tricks. So many guys think quote-unquote game is the efficient way to get female companionship. And with these tools, us tricks can help these guys stuck in game purgatory realize that there are other options. We don't want to force our belief system on them, especially if they prefer game over tricking. But for those with an open mind, we can present them with five reasons why men should trick instead of use game. All right, we're going to just stop right there. Damn. What you think about that, Foolish? Hearing that first time ever? I mean, right off the back, dudes don't even know they be tricking. They be thinking they treating a woman right. Mm. But my whole thing is what you getting in deserve, what you getting actually is not what you deserve. So once you pay all this money, dinner, all this money for a crib, house, all that shit, you don't really deserve no pussy. After you, de- you do all you that You deserve shit. really just a service. Because pussy is really something that's for somebody that's going to make a baby, make a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not really for fucking. And we messed up a long time ago by abusing pussy, by thinking it was just for fucking. Really, when a woman actually understands her body and knows that she's a female god herself, then she understands that she has this power to create. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking, and it's not about a nut. It's about actually making a part of y'all together to be something that can change the world. But we never think of it like that because we don't have the gods in us sometimes. Sometimes we had a nigga in us. Yeah, yeah. We got the thought in us. And we fuck. But really, we supposed to use this tool to stimulate our minds and procreate. The blunt is in them now, so we on that deep introspective shit. Oh, shit. We, Even before that. That blunt in him. Even hey, yo, before that. What are we smoking I, on? Just so the people know what we smoking uh, on. We, we smoking on that foolish cookie. It'll be available <laughs> 420. Fuck with me. Uh, but the biggest thing that I found out with myself, and I had cancer at 17 years old, so I had testicular cancer. They Did took not know a, that. They took one of my motherfucking nuts to try to see how strong I'm going to be after that. And that's how God gave me so much more strength because I made my son two years after that. I lost him to meningitis, but you go so deep into satisfaction and don't realize what's really satisfaction, and it ain't fucking. Because once you once you was quarantined last year, and, you know, Pornhub probably went up, numbers went crazy. Yes, they did. How disgusted was you at yourself 
in some of the positions you was in. I remember I was on the couch sideways, had two napkins laid out with the royal crown, and I said to myself, nigga, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> royal crown, cuz. Mm-hmm. Napkins. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm through. I'm through fucking. Even myself. No more jack-offs. That was last year, though. But it's like... <laughs> now you back on the pussy chair, for sure. Back on my jack-offs. Dog hours. <laughs> but it's, it, it, it takes a toll on you after a while, dog, when you realize this is really just fucking. It ain't no magical shit. When you see a woman, man, and you feel the passion versus the magic, it's a big-ass difference. Big ass and titties, nice lips. That's all you see. You don't see the beauty that could be made out of that because sometimes she don't show it. She might be just as evil as the next bitch yeah, we that all, just we want all money from up. you. We know all what I mean? Up. We all fucked but up. But when you meet that one that straight up is beautiful, that make you feel like y'all is beautiful together, it ain't fucking no more. Mm. It's power. Y'all have become one and y'all know it and now it's a spiritual thing. Mm. When the last time you were spiritual with a woman? It's been a while. Spiritual with a woman. Forever. You supposed to cry in that pussy. Man, dog, let me tell you something. If you ain't never, ever felt the spiritual woman, then you ain't felt no woman. All you been fucking with is crackhead bitches. <laughs> Go to the truck stop, nigga, because that's just where the fuck you at. Lot there ain't no real bitch you fucking with. My this bitch said, fucking with six, seven niggas like you. Said crackhead bitches. Adding up the dough every time. Because women can fuck all day. Men don't know that shit. Yeah, they women can. can fuck all day and get paid. This ain't no motherfucking joke. Nigga be busting two, three nuts. Like, man, I ain't I ain't, I ain't go to sleep. Yeah. Bitch bust three nuts and be like this. I need to bust three more. Yeah. It's a whole different game out there, man. You know what? I'm so glad y'all talking this real shit. You couldn't hear shit like this on the radio from me or them. Well, this platform was made for a motherfucker like you. That's why I always tell you, like, to be able to talk what you want to talk. But we was talking about, as far as tricking, so how do you feel about a motherfucker saying you don't need game now? You can just, hey, I'll replace game with, hey, here go $60, and now you give me what I want, as opposed to me being like, hey, how you doing? What's going on with you? I mean, even even to cut in, if you're going to try to go ticket or, or pay for it, you still gonna have to kick some game because you still have to proposition. Like if I assume, like you, you know what I mean. Unless you're in a brothel, because you still gotta interact. So in my mind, you still. I thought that was an older nigga game though. I, you know what I'm saying? I fool. I'm thinking nigga. Once you're 45, 50 years old, niggas like, all right, I got the bread because that's when you really get so you to just your bed. Kroger like, yo, how much them groceries? Yeah, and I then, ain't doing that, dog. I'm not going up to a chick offering no money. When I know I want more. I might want me some motherfucking money for my dick game. You know what I mean? The first thing I'm offering is time. When can we get together? Let's smoke something. I want to see what the conversation piece is about before I spend a dime. Mm. Now, here go the big thing. Some chicks don't want to hear that. You got to take them out, spend some money on them. Like, they start the prostitution up you got, first. You got to book them. You got to put the deposit down. See what I'm saying? But when you start saying, hey, let's, let's go out and have a drink, uh, smoke something, some women know that, oh, okay, he's just trying to get some pussy. But if I say, let's go to Adiamo's, let's go to Joe Muir's over there, they like, oh, that a 
be nice. You think I don't want no pussy then? <laughs> Back with stinking bitch. They think that they can have it any kind of way, but guess what? You ever had a woman take you out? Yeah. What is what did you feel like? Uh million bucks. She took me out. Uh, she she cut into me and was like, "I forgot what we talking about." And I think I saw like apple pie. She was like, "I know a place that got good apple pie." And Damn. we went and we went to a little spot in Birmingham and Fuck. apple pie. No, we could have fucked, but it didn't happen. Do you see that shit, cuz? She sit up there, bought dog to his favorite place, to some and dessert. he wasn't on point with her mentally. I was that nigga give her some stopped dick. that. He stopped it. Me ain't do nothing. Shout out to her though. She still follow me. But I'm talking about, man, that's crazy, cuz. Because if it was the other way around, mm-hmm. we looked at it like, yeah, okay, we understand it. But you not giving up no dick after you got took out to your spot. Too many little spot to eat. See, I had to say, like, yeah, my, you know, I'm G over witness. <laughs> I ain't be fucking around like that. She's a straight look, too. She's a good look. She's but what stopped it, though? I think I didn't. Need, I might have had a girl at the time, and I was just like, I just didn't have. You know, women. Ooh, that them, nigga had the guilt on him. He <sighs> felt the guilt. He like she done took a nigga out for the. Like, I'm thinking we gonna get to the woo wife. She was really trying to build with a nigga, and I wasn't in this situation to build with her. Like she Yo, took me for apple pie shit. So I had to chill. But this is straight up lesson for all women listening, and I know y'all probably gonna come back and say this ain't the truth. But if you be 100 from the jump. The average man that know he gonna be on some bullshit would back away because that's just not how we cut his men. Once you get mature enough to be that kind of no, guy. No, 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 nigga. I want that. I always want that. You know what I mean? I told one chick, man, low key, I was like, you know what, ma? I don't think you ever been with a real nigga. Mm. And she looked at me so crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her this because her hair was fucked up and her face was pretty. Mm-hmm. I was like... I, this was back when I was getting women hair done. You know what I mean? And mm. I just looked at her and I was like, you know, my, you don't even understand how special you is. Mm. And you know what? I never squoze her. Mm. She gave me a number and I said to myself, I wish the fuck I would get that non-talking bitch hair done. She didn't <laughs> say shit the whole time I was complimenting <laughs> this bitch. Fools, let me ask you this, right? So this chick, right, she asked me to take her to the hair salon, so I picked her up. She didn't need me to pay for it. She just needed me to drop her off. And I dropped her off. And when I came back and picked her up, she had punt waves. So. Fuck me up. So peep this, though. Did she have on niggas' clothes? No. Nah, so she was still feminine? She was still feminine. Nigga, I had one manager at Wendy's. <laughs> Bitch was flirting with me. I was getting free four for four. Nigga Dave Thomas was still alive. But dog, she told me she was like, you know, I like bitches too. And I'm over here like, damn, this is a cute bitch. I'm about to give me a little threesome. Probably popping over here at Wendy's and shit. A girl had worked at the cleaners. I'm like, man, that's what I need. A bitch at the cleaners and four for fours. And um, come to find out, this bitch was getting a sex change. It didn't tell me. <laughs> so every week, the bitch was popping them hormone pills, and it was adding on shit to her face. And I. And, it, it got on the track. Let me tell you, first, first two weeks. That was crazy, my That bitch had a mustache. Yeah, yeah, nigga, but she ain't had a regular cute one. She had the Lamar Sanford. Nigga had that bushy boy. Motherfucker had old boy off the uh, Venus Flytrap uh, mustache. Old school oh, shit. Bitch had the Apollo Creed. Straight up, nigga. I, I was like, yo, this bitch done turned all the way in 
like three weeks. Mm. She still had titties, though. Then she had the pump waves, dog. Mm. No pump Saw her down at the auto show with her bitch, man. This bitch had the pump wave. <laughs> like, bitch, like JD's Revenge up in this motherfucker. Like some old school revenge. shit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Had an old school face. Man, like, at least that's yeah, 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 you should have took, yeah. took the younger stud pills. Yogurt stud. You took the old ones, the, like the 1980 boys. It bitch turned into a bulldog. She took the bulldog pills. Yeah, she couldn't even be a stud. It was uh, like her ears got big. Man. Oh, uh, my nigga <laughs> said he saw it at the auto show. Oh, man. Yeah, last time I saw her, though, she had that shit combed to the back, man. <laughs> combed to the back. I stopped beating Wendy's after that, dog, when I saw her in that window. <laughs> that shit turned to comb But to you the can back. imagine how that fucked me up. Like, I pick old girl up, and she come in this bitch looking like a motherfucking lounge singer from the, you oh. know what I'm saying, from the Cotton Club. Nigga, I'm like, bitch, I dropped off a city girl, and you come out on some other shit. It was weird to me. But just, y'all remember when Dage Loaf had the pump wave? She was sexy damn, with her shit. everybody can't do it but bitch Dave Love was sexy as hell with her pump waist she says standards tell niggas you doing that though cause you know now you gotta sleep with that little motherfucking you know what I'm saying with the, the barber no, nigga, I'm, 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 my whole objective is to fuck up the concrete fuck it up and get a new hairdo bitch right after that I supposed to fuck up the concrete she come with any hairstyle and we about to go to that red roof over there on Eureka Road out there at Taylor <laughs> I got to fuck the hairstyle up. Like I'm not fucking up a hairstyle at the Motor City Casino or the or the Thin Thin. I'm gonna let you keep your shit because we're in an expensive <laughs> place, and you know that's what you're supposed to do. But if we had some raggly, mm-hmm. you might get the key deposit back shit. Like that motherfucker uh, one over there on Telegraph, uh, the Easy Rest. That was my spot back in uh, the late '90s. That was. <laughs> You get seven dollars back off the key deposit. Seven dollars back. They had one over there on that Eight Mile. I think it, it was off Eight Mile and Myers. I forgot which one that was called. That was the first one I ever went to. First oh, and only short stay I ever stayed at. I took a girl over there and I went back to the car and came back. She was like, "I think this is a prostitute motel." I was like, "Why you say that?" She was like, "They got like eight nat- ch- like channels with nasty movies on them," and it was just like. <laughs> We like, bitch, what you think we about to watch? I'm like, bitch, we fucking in here. Hey, y'all, you know what I hate, though? When the, when they got the nastiest word. Oh, like you should. It was like the bed. All that shit said black and white. Like, yo, man, what channel is this? This shit terrible. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I had one. Nigga was in that motherfucker. Had his foot in the bitch pussy. I was like, yeah, I really ain't turned her on. Uh, nigga, got his big toe. Nigga, say I'm pussy. concerned at this point. Got like, his big toe. Nigga, had his big toe in the bitch pussy. I was like, yeah, this Holy really ain't nothing. Nigga, this say that heat right I'm here. I'm concerned. Everybody was white too. It wasn't not one black one. I was just like, man, everybody's so bubblegumish up until motherfucker. Motherfucker, straight up. They fucking though. They was fucking. Yeah, I couldn't do the pump waves. Hey, hey, peep this. Do y'all ever feel like this might be a a point where women like women more than us now? Like, you know, you don't think? I think, I think, okay, it's definitely some lesbians that's on that side. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of women that, as they use the term fluid, they just mad at men. And then I'm going to say this from, from my age and my perspective, a lot of women I know that say they buy, they buy, but in their mind, when they fuck with another woman, which is hard for like a stud that's like real true blue lesbian, they don't even, they don't have the same expectations they have for men than they do for women. Are you, so they almost look at fucking a woman like, fuck it. Are, are you like, have you thought about this or did you just throw that out there? No, nah, man, I thought about that shit. Oh, so you studied? 
No, I, I studied a little. Okay, I, I've been studying. Okay. You've been studying that women are like, like women more than they like men? They are on the verge of really eliminating friendships with men. Mm. Because the characterizations of what we are attracted to these days is not the same as what these sisters is putting out and telling each other. Like, how many of y'all like the big eyelashes? Mm-mm. I don't hate it, but... But what do you think that it. comes from, though? Mm. I don't know. That comes from other women liking it. Good point. Well, I mean, they do try to impress each other. They dress up impress. for Impress. Yeah. Impress. How many women asked y'all to go out of town and take some pictures and do some videos? Like, yeah. I, I mean, popped a bottle with you and... Wanted to maybe even invest into your future. Got y'all hair done. Got you a beard trim. This shit is real, dog. I saw chicks getting each other shit at the mall. Best friend, best friend. <laughs> About to get you some buffies. No, you ain't, girl. Look, bitch, you bought me a car. I got to do something for you. I saw this shit, man. And I'm sitting up there... With what I thought was the coldest dick 2021, uncovity. 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 I'm getting the buff sale. <laughs> this bitch got a car. This bitch got some buffs. I got some off the sale. Mm -hmm. That's what I, dick at right now. The bottom. <laughs> Brindy said, I like them type of friends. See? And guess what? But girls gay by nature. They just, the things they do a man couldn't do for another man. We not friends with them after the shit we did. We couldn't do no shit like that. We not cut like what that. What y'all say y'all do? Provide. Yeah. yeah. Secure. Yeah. And you still ain't a motherfucking best friend? No. Nah. Because we got we supposed to do that shit. Yeah. When they oh, when they best friend man. do that, it's extra. When her girl buy her a car, it's like, wow. When I buy a car, nigga, you supposed to because there's eight other niggas would have yeah, bought me a car. You should have already did this shit. Yeah. And what they supposed to just do for us? Give us pussy. Give us pussy and look at us. <laughs> and cook time to time and tell us we cool. They win yeah. it. <laughs> they privileged. They very privileged. That's why, I, like I said, I mean, women gay by nature, so it's just like it don't surprise me. But I mean, they can go fuck around. They always gonna come back because just nature, by just naturally, they want a man. Like you know, see, I don't give a fuck how I still look. Like Allen Iverson or Tracy, uh, Tracy Morgan, whoever the fuck she look like. At the end of the day, you always gonna come back. Hey, I I just realized this though. I'm talking like I I thought this was some like how I supposed to live my but life. But you came up in a time where I feel like y'all era. They don't play that gay shit. Like, them women, like, they don't play that eating bitches pussy all like that. Like, now the women that me and Kari probably got to fuck with, they tongue-kissing bitches all the time, and yeah. it ain't shit to them. Like Yo, it's it's straight up to a point like this. If you're a dude in the D, and you between the ages of, like, I say, 23 and 35, yeah. just assume if your girl from the D, she mad stripped, and she may have been lesbian at a point in time. If you ain't going in knowing that she could have been on the pole or on a dildo with a girl, you lying to yourself. Well, you know, here go the big thing, man, because a lot of after hours have erupted into the biggest 
new clubs out here on regular streets. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I, I've seen some shit. It's the most famous out hours ever. Because yeah. I just drop off some weed. I don't go in and he go, he go y'all have a good-ass time. I don't fuck around with a mixture of dick air out <laughs> with the pussy out, too. That's what them houses be smelling like. Somebody... <laughs> Had they dick out for a long time around here. <laughs> and this pussy right here, y'all niggas lined up to hit one little chip. These ain't the type of niggas I can fuck with, man. Hit, man, take the weed. Get the fuck out of the here, man. You hope the police don't come, man. You all right over there, girl? Niggas be, like, these young niggas is just savages, man. I remember I saw an after hour nigga outside had tents set up. They was fucking outside in the yard. In the yard. <laughs> they was clowning, dog, doing cocaine. Young niggas. This pre-COVID. This jumping pre- in the charges. <laughs> is this pre-COVID or post-COVID? Hey, dog, this is yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. Because them tents done popped up. I wish I would have thought about that because everybody got a tent now. But, wow, they was fucking out in the tent, snoring coke and popping perks. Dog, I, I dropped that off, too. <laughs> hey, but this all for jokes, man. We just having fun, man. Feds, y'all got too many other niggas to talk to than us. Don't come raid the podcast studio because we ain't got no time for it. We ain't got shit for y'all, man. We don't even have none of the stuff that we talking about while we talking about no it. Way, no Duh. way, no way, no way, no how. Now I dropped that off too Foolish weak Somebody said I'm weak Somebody said I like them type of friends Yeah man I mean I don't know I just think girls Are just more open to that shit Like you know Girls are down Like I don't have Plenty of girls Force threesome Not force <laughs> But introduce threesomes Into the conversation And I was like eh, I ain't really tripping on that And then women Women travel out of town It be three women And they be in the same bed You yeah. know what I'm saying Dudes would never do no shit like Niggas that. on the floor Two niggas on the floor One nigga be in the bed I got a terrible story, it's man. It's damn near like a fight for that whoever getting in the bed. I got a terrible story, but fuck it. I had a, uh, like, I was at a motherfucking bachelor party, and a uh, chick oh, at the bar bought me a shot of Louie. I was like, I want to take it in the face. <laughs> take it in the face. And I'm over there like this. You know what? Soon as you said Louie, I already had my dick by your face. And uh, old girl... She took me in the bathroom, though. I ain't gonna lie, man. This shit was out cold, man. She couldn't... She couldn't get me to pop. Nigga, mm. she called her cousin on the phone that was out there at the bar. Cousin came through. Uh-huh. Different jaw. Same family, different jaw? Same family, nigga. And then came the niece. I done had three <laughs> generations. Taking it in the face, dog. That's why I came out with that song, man. True story. And uh, there's some niggas that can verify that shit, man. But, you know, I just want to say to that family, y'all are awesome character of life. My nigga said he got his dick sucked by three different generations. And that three was, generations. It was, it was beautiful shit, man. See, when you older, man, you're going to have shit like that. You're going to fuck with bitches 30, 40, and 50. And maybe a little bit of 60 if the motherfucker arthritis that kicked in. Arthritis. I like bitches with arthritis that tighten up and make them faces. I'm like, damn, I ain't even got it up in there yet. <laughs> I'm about to have a seizure. I'm about to nut all Seizure. That turned me on when a bitch had a seizure. I just wanted to shoot. Like, get my pills. I was like, not yet. 
I want to see a little bit more pain, bitch. $80 steak eating motherfucker. I hate the bitches being heavy on me, man. <laughs> My nigga said he like business with the motherfucker having hey, seizures. Hey, dog, women be so sexy when they be... Having them little seizures and shit. Seizures. Get my pills. Get my pills. Damn. I remember this one bitch was like, where's my inhaler? That I made a mistake and stepped on that bitch. <laughs> stepped on it. What's the worst physical, like, me- like medical ailment you ever had? My fucking with a girl, like, what, that she might have had. That you was like, you know, the average nigga would have stopped fucking with her. Hysterectomy. What? Oh. That's like one of them car washes that ain't got no, no machines in it. A car wash with no Just the niggas waiting at the end to dry your shit off? That's a motherfucking remote control with no batteries in it. <laughs> oh, what's that? It's like that's a one of them. That's one of them. Like you go for the water. There's just one nigga that's squirting water on that bitch with a water hose. Hey, he got the little thing that spin yeah. around into his shit. <laughs> Hey, I love it, though, because that's my type of uh, style, though. I know if I get her to come, I'm going to do some small cold shit, and I'm probably going to use her car for three days. <laughs> use her car for three days. Yeah, I like using a bitch's car. Even though I got a car, I like using a bitch's car because then that, that stopped all the shit that I did in my car, and I can redevelop a whole new style in her car. Y'all ever did some shit like that? <laughs> redevelop a new style? Like, like, what you mean? Like, nigga, you went and got... Like a whole new swag with this bitch car. I had a bitch had one of them new Lincolns. Mm. And I felt like I had to dress like a stepdaddy, even though, <laughs> you know, the kids was grown. But, nigga, I wore slacks every time I drove her shit, dog. I used to drive her shit out of town. She had no miles on that bitch. <laughs> and plus, man, hey, fellas, at, see, if, if you can't use your girl car, man, your dick game whack, nigga. That's Especially if she got a car better than yours. I wish the fuck I would have a suffering ass car. My bitch got a, a twenty twenty one. See niggas be backwards, man. I think shit changing. I think Kevin Samuels was not to say that he's the nigga that made the change happen, but he making it. We have a different conversation now. Shit that we used to couldn't say because women would be like a nigga, Yo. a nigga this and that. Like I had a girl tell me this. I posted some on Instagram where I said women. Uh, women have to stop getting their body done and deleting all their old pictures off Instagram. Mm, like, I you that. a whole new bitch. Mm. And the old girl was like, niggas need to stay out of women business. That's gay as hell. Nah, bitch. That's just me being real. Hilarious. I mean, you know, it's like that one dude in that Asian country that sued his wife and he divorced her because the kid came out looking ugly as hell. Because she had all the plastic surgery? Damn. Yeah, because she had all that plastic Damn. surgery. I mean, it's... It's some wild shit. But in that world of Kevin Samuels, he was saying, before we said it, like I said, I, we need to change that word cheating. He said, it's just a man exercise of options. And like I say, the way we look at Dirty Mackin, I'm going to die on this hill for right now. Go ahead. The way we look at Dirty Mackin, we should start looking at cheating. And like I say, women don't pry into shit. But if you don't see shit, it don't come up. You don't get no disease. Ain't no side baby. It is what it man, is. Man, they out for that bread, a lot of them, man. You got to understand, once you done made a lifestyle with some of these queens, then, you know, they want to keep that lifestyle. They can't fall off. The whole thing is, if you ain't got a genuine friendship, when y'all break up, then it's going to fuck up whatever y'all ever had together, period. Uh-huh. Whether it's a child, whether it's not a child, it's going to fuck up the memories. But what I understand mostly about coming into something new is niggas jumping in this shit without the fire. Like I saw they, what's happening. Like, like they ain't got the fire. 
So when you say the fire, hold on, what hold you on, look hold on, for? Hold on, hold on real quick. Uh, Car, he just brought something up about breaking up. What you think about the whole Quavo and Sweetie situation in the elevator? Me, my personal opinion, I've been in situations like that for it. That wasn't that big. I don't think that was him with no excessive force used on a woman. I just think that was two motherfuckers in a heated situation that went farther than it was supposed to. What you think about it? Hey man, that shit really elevators like really don't count no more. Like, you know, if you ain't um like out there in the surface where, you know, y'all got enough room to just walk away. You just cornering yourself in the elevator, and then all he could do is really just push her off like he was doing. That's you what, know I'm what I mean. And, it's, and I mean, everybody get in a situation, an altercation where you know, I'm gonna take the hits. But these motherfuckers be out here on that camera shit too much, Tough. man. Why you want? Why they? I'm like, you're already rich. You must have signed a contract with the devil. To expose your life so much to the point to where you can't even, like, get on the elevator and try to shut shit down for a minute. But you got to know, foolish, they always on. A motherfucker like Sweetie who, I mean, can she rap? Everybody can rap, in my opinion. She just trying to figure out her next way, her next hustle to get up. Like, she got to elevate herself because once Quavo done with her, Quavo going to continue to do Quavo. Right. Because Quavo did something that changed everything that happened before after him right so she just a bitch who got on in the in the midst of all that so now once Quavo not fucking with her no more she get through by the wayside she has to put herself up in a situation that's gonna keep boosting her up what's up chef what up b but uh that's what i think it is so she know that camera on so she gonna lay on the ground and play into it all like that man she know what she doing yeah but you know what think about this man how many more motherfuckers they gonna show us after this like you about this about to be the new thing Partisan Fontaine and uh, Megan yeah. Thee Stallion is a couple. I mean, I look at it like like I told you. Depending upon what he got, it's going to definitely What's slow up, up or fuck up some money. It's going to slow up some money, which really slowing up money is fucking up money. And yeah. industry is sad you know. to me, though, man. They pay attention to conflict more than the music now. Like, you know, I come we can't hear a hit record. Why we got to hear about you hitting something? or? Yeah altercations like we feeding into a big puddle of murder every day who next to die type shit pull up heaven come on got some people to pull up but like I said uh, what happened to that like back in the day where you could just be when you when you used to have a mystique when you used to be able to be cool you know what I'm saying fool like now hey, niggas live wasn't beefing like that though if niggas didn't like each other they ain't put it out there Smokey Robinson was beefing with a lot of niggas. Smokey was on niggas' heads? Nigga, Smokey was the paidest. Still to this day. That <laughs> nigga said the paidest. Nigga, you think the temptations. Hey, that nigga, the, the temptations, you look it up. Smokey was out there getting money and kept getting money. He was smarter than a motherfucker, man. While the rest that. of these other niggas were just signing away some shit. I didn't realize that. Man, let me tell you, the game of Motown and the level of Woodward was owned by all black folks. You can look the shit up. And once you saw all the businesses row by row controlled by a whole black Wall Street, it was confusing to why we worship the ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know where the fuck that came from. When you had so many people that was, like, suited up, educated, and on top of everything, when the fuck did we start saluting the ignorant? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, everything you said, like... Everything you just said and stated, I, I rock with it. So, I mean, I don't know what that tear in, in the whole thing where we started identifying with shit like, 
yeah, I'll follow this bullshit versus <laughs> somebody doing some real shit. Like, yeah, like, uh, when, do, when do we start praising niggas just for running in stores and knocking shit down off the tables? And that, that's not talent. That's yeah, just like, making I saw, and then, and then what's so weird, the word of, like, oh, you hating. And it's like, yo, if I'm pointing out that you're doing some bullshit, that ain't hating. That's giving you some game. And I don't even feel like I'm that old at 38. But no. I remember, like, even when I was on the football team, man, when I started as a kid on the football team, like, what they call, like, uh, verbal assault or right. harassment, we was like, what, eight-year-olds with motherfuckers grabbing your face mask. Grown niggas. <laughs> yeah. Like, motherfucker, if you don't run the route, and it's like, oh, shit. But we have fathers, too. I'm going to have to run the motherfucking route. But I even knew how to take that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right. when he talking about, like, following the bullshit, and we let a lot of bullshit slide that even shouldn't be in the world of, like, why, why are we paying attention to this shit? Hey, yo, tell me this, though. Like, listen to some of the lyrics, like, that we respect the most, right? What's the coldest Jay-Z lyric y'all remember? Mm, the coldest it. verse. Feel like it's like the biggest Jay Z fan. Uh, Give me a D minute. Evils. I say D Evils. Which one? Uh, is that verse two where he be like, I, uh, "We remember when building blocks, but now we building blocks with bitches." And I think that's verse two of. Oh, I do remember. Okay, Jay Z said, "Such and such." I wish you wealth. I wish you health. Uh, it was on American Gangster. He basically just saying, "I wish you uh, foresight so you can see for yourself." It was some shit off American Gangster. Oh, that was the coldest shit I heard. Favorite line off of that one is like. I ain't an ordinary nigga. I'm an extraordinary nigga. Extraordinary with the... Oh, man, shit. You know, I love that. American Gangster. Yeah, Jay-Z. So, so would you say that lyrically, everybody should implement life into what he talking about? Or have y'all saw anybody even try to be on that level of what he talking about? Even how the, the accompaniment of his beautiful wife that makes it even more popping... Who is trying to follow in them positive footsteps, dog, for real? There's people out here. J. Cole. If you just talking about trying to set an no, example. No, I'm talking about this out right now. J. Cole ain't popping nothing in the Miz in it. That's one of my favorite lyricists. I mean, just because he ain't loud, don't mean he ain't relevant. He just ain't No, no, I'm nothing. talking about right now. He's talking about like young, like J. Cole at the level where he our age. He got to be like 30. But no, I'm talking about what music are you hearing that's implementing any type of... <sighs> Significance like Beyonce and Jay Z unified, like making their own parliament of just straight up confident music. Who who's following right now? Even one single. I mean, little baby, do what he do here and there. Nigga, you say who? Little baby, nigga ain't one baby. The baby, saw the baby, little baby, little baby. Not none of them is on the level of Beyonce and Jay Z and and what they building lyrically. Together, like I, don't well, I mean, see. then you talking about comparing somebody to somebody who just on a whole nother level, like. But like I said, J Cole is still around. He just ain't dropping nothing. Kendrick is still around. He just ain't dropping nothing. Nipsey Little is baby. no longer here. You don't understand? What I'm saying I'm talking about who is trying to unify with the black woman and out here killing the game. Other than I ain't gonna lie, probably the biggest click that I listen to, Toby and Wigwig, in Wigwig, Toby, and he cold to the motherfucker. His whole click is unified. Then they got a cult. If we don't see. What's happening and following to the footsteps of those that we following for real and mentally see Somebody said Paris Noel. Maurice said Paris Noel. He from the crib. It's supposed to be on that. Mm -hmm. But we don't see enough of it. Radio stations ain't going to play that shit because guess what? We got to seem like we're cool. Well, that's why the radio dying. 
And that's why everybody can get whatever they want. Martin Lee yeah, said Martin yeah. Luther King. Um, now everybody can run the internet and you can go find who you want. You can find your tribe now. I mean, but it's it's strange, like, as we started talking about radio before we started recording, like, the way radio was, like, a part of black culture at one point in time. Like, my mom, this house, my grandma's house, grew up in the city of Detroit. So... Even somebody like Martha Jean the Queen mm. that was on radio and also in the church, but she also ran like two record labels and did other business stuff with her husband. Like, like radio was representative of the culture. Like you felt like you could get the pulse of what's happening in Detroit just through because of the people. Radio. Yeah. They tried to eliminate that. I remember going to meetings, you bitch. And them motherfuckers was like, uh, yeah, you know, people just want to hear, listen to the music. They really don't want to hear you guys no more. So we're going to cut y'all time to like two minutes of break. You get like four breaks. I would cut hour. it off when y'all play music. Duh, peep this. I was one of them people who wrote for the shows. Like I wrote everything. Yeah, like, all you know, the parody songs, that damn Chicken Wang song still be I, in my head. I wrote all the white man words of the day, the parody songs, <laughs> and I, I enjoy going to my private place mentally and doing that for y'all. But let me tell you how they kill shit for black folks. The biggest thing you believe in is your spirit being aroused. And when people told me that they couldn't motherfucking get out the car till I, I did this bit or they heard this parody or heard this interview, that's what made me do it. Somebody said, speak to that truth, foolish. That's the real shit. Somebody said, how you feel about uh, uh, they said, would you let Lil Nas X give you a lap dance? Hey, yo, you know, I feel sorry for Dog because you already <laughs> see that Dog done sold his soul even when he dropped that song and all y'all niggas liked it. I, I listened to the song and I saw that that nigga looked a little bit like Dwayne Wade's son in the face. <laughs> What's fucked up is he too much like Dwayne Wade's <laughs> Talk about dog. He do look like the way. Because I was looking Sakenia. at him. Sakenya. <laughs> look like Sakenya. <laughs> you want to buy them Air Max with human blood in them? Really no, I wouldn't even buy, like, really nothing else right now. I'm fucking with my niggas' knee gash. And, uh, they got a billboard downtown on uh, I'm fucking with niggas I know man You know it seemed to me like They need to just keep coming out with shoes We like top 10's patent leather uh, You could come out with them Jordans Patent leather Just come out with all the patent leathers And uh, just shut down the rest of that shit Y'all about to get sued anyway Because when you fuck with the devil <laughs> The devil want his money <laughs> That motherfucker ain't fucking around with you Nas X So Lil Nas X came was like Man they gave me a brand I want to go ahead and give you a pair of shoes We can put like a little bit of uh, blunt like A little bit of foolish cookie In every shoe You wouldn't fuck with him If they gave him like a little Jordan deal And hey, he threw man, your own shoe Fuck that nigga in the ass With a cedar point pencil <laughs> With a fuck cedar him. point pencil <laughs> 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 Foolish crazy Nigga not a Cedar Point pencil Oh that's so specific My nigga that's hilarious 
Hey, bro, somebody bring me a Cedar Point pistol. I give you $200 for that bitch today. You got to get that bitch to me before noon. I mean, before midnight. You said, fuck that nigga ass with a Cedar Point pistol. <laughs> Hilarious. My nigga D-Bass, what's up, boy? Oh, Hilarious. shit. But, man, but that's just funny. It's just like niggas is cloud chasing. Like, that whole video shit, he can't he can't compare it to the fame of Old Town Country Road, so he has to create controversy to just get enough attention. Dog, hold on. Do y'all believe in, like, you know, motherfuckers selling their soul? Let's put it like this. That's one of those things, like... What do you mean? Literally to the devil or it? just... Like, no, I mean, but like... I would not... I would not fuck around with it. And I, I got a story. You said you don't believe it? He believed like, it, but... I don't know. I mean, all you got to do is say it. I, I I don't, but I wouldn't... I don't think... It's, I, like, it's like superstition. I ain't splitting the pole. I don't think if I say right now, I'll sell my soul for this podcast to go, woo-woo. I don't believe that. But okay, I believe, all right. I believe that I can be like... But, hey, look, what's your background? Background as far as what? I grew up... I no, no. Nah, look at your background where you're sitting at right now. What's the colors around you? It's red and black. It's for the sound. And you just said what? <laughs> what I just say? <laughs> what I say? That shit deep right there. But all I'm saying is, I don't believe in the literal term of saying that, like the devil gonna pull up with a contract and sign it. I believe you can be like, I'll, I will forfeit all my morals and things that I believe and say things that I don't and do shit I that it. I wouldn't do to get to a place that I want I to. I got a story for you. Give us to it. Along the lines. Story from the Barefoot CEO. <laughs> and uh, our other favorite producer, Joe. <clears throat> this was back his wife and this is what I heard we was going on a on a tour when we did the hip hop tours to Cleveland uh, my man D-Man the Chimp shout out D-Man was like hey you know your boy Joe got another nigga living in his house with his girl and I was like what and he was like he got another nigga <laughs> living in this house with your girl with his girl and Joe, my mans, we driving to Cleveland. I'm like, I don't believe this fuck shit. What the fuck you talking about, mm -hmm. right? So then we get back from the trip from Cleveland. I call this nigga Joe. I'm like, yo, yo, Joe, what the fuck going on with this story? What I hear, like, it's some nigga staying at your house and you you engaged to old girl? He like, man, yeah, but let me tell you the story. And I'm like, what the fuck is the story, right? This nigga says, you know, my fiance is wicked. And this is her warlock. So he has to give her permission to marry me, but also in the house and everything. And I'm like, one second, time out, time out. What the fuck is Wiccan? And then he's like, Wiccan is the witchcraft. It's the religion that she believes in. I've known her and all of this and all of that. And that's a warlock and I know it. So the shit ain't make no more sense to me. This may have been the first time I was like, well, shit, if the shit don't make sense, I ain't going to try to make it make sense. But I did know at that point in time what the fuck Wiccan was. What's that? It's witchcraft. So this is my thing. So she's a witch. He's a war a warlock. If she ain't, if I'm like, bitch, get this broom. And if you can't fly, this nigga get the fuck out of my house. Because y'all ain't really got no power. So this is all make-believe. This is some old dungeon and... Hey, hey, so I got all I'm saying is I don't believe it, but I wouldn't fuck with it at all. I would I would stay away from any house with like a witch Songs Bible, tea, a devil Bible, any of that crazy shit. Okay, now, I'm you got be, more than one Ouija board. Hey, my I'm, nigga Hot Sauce said that shit real, bro. I put it to you like this, fam. When I decided to let God take over my life, I dropped everything I was doing. And I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm talking about 
everything. I walked from Tillman and Martin Luther King. I remember busting a 40-ounce bottle on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I walked from Tillman and Martin Luther King all the way to Plymouth and Granville. How long ago walking? Y'all don't know. That's from show enough east side. The show enough west side. But niggas don't know. So how far a walk is that? Just in this time. Man, that have to be about. Well, let's not even talk about the walk and what I went through getting to where I walked. But it was it was the the significance of a zombie going to his platform of where he about to change. Because my whole path from walking to that point was distinct. Like when I got to my grandma's house. And my Uncle Leroy, now let me mind you, grandma about 79, Uncle Leroy about 94. Damn. They both functional. I'm like, you know, they strong. My my uncle's going to the racetrack every day, see the horses, all that type shit. Grandma still was working, secretary, having a ball. But they told me, both of them, they was like, this is where you're going to turn into the real you. Everything you've been through, this is where you about to have a whole new platform. Just 27 years oh, old. Oh, I was just about to ask, okay. 27. Now, you know, I don't know how a lot of people make a pact with God, but I had to make a pact with God, like how some of these people making a pact with the devil and they don't know it. But I made a pact with God that if you put me where I supposed to be doing what I supposed to be doing, I'm never going back to what I was doing again, period. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be wherever you want me to be doing whatever I got to do to get there. Two outfits I had. Testify. Now, peep this. The only reason I had two outfits because I was selling dope out of Lansing. The spot got raided where all my clothes was. And I got away, left everything there. So, so, so be wherever. I got two outfits. Shit was fucked up. Comedians like Kool-Aid, Martini Harris, Coco, they could testify to my story because they saw me. Coco used to actually see me on the block. So when I changed up my whole shit, it was straight up off God, and they know it. And it's Shiny D the whole nine. But a lot of people that make that pact with the devil is the same way you make that pact with God. Now so let me, it is real. Let me say this. I think when you make that pact with God— it's very real. I think the devil power is not like that. So I think for you to sit here and say, devil, give me whatever I want, and this is what I'm going to get, I don't think he got the power to do that. That's why I say you I don't think it? it's real. Hold on, I don't hold on. Think How many motherfuckers you know have changed up on you? A bunch. Okay, now why do you think that is? I just think people change. You get older and you evolve. And no, you, no, no, no. I'm talking changed up on you in a hateful way. I think people just change. I mean, put like this. It's a hateful way, but it, to them, they didn't they didn't change to be like, fuck Josh. They just changed because they're not on the same shit I'm on. So it's almost saying like, I already say this, like a nigga like uh, 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 the Nazi nigga. What's the nigga name? Uh, Adolf Hitler. He felt like what he was doing was best for him and his people, even though it was evil to everybody else. He felt it was good to him. He felt this shit benefited his people. So I just feel like if a motherfucker changed, they feel like that's what was best for them. I just think when you get when you tell God, hey, I trust you and I take everything and give me everything, I, I think God going to give you that. I don't believe that you go, Satan, bye, 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 bye. He going to give you that. He don't have that power. Okay. I don't believe that. All right, now tell me this. He don't why, have that kind of power, in my opinion. Why do you you think me and you right now ain't doing movies and in Hollywood and blowing the fuck up? And we know all these motherfuckers. Well, mm-hmm. take that back. I know every motherfucker comedian out there with connects, mm-hmm. all that shit. 
why do you think we're not there there? Because it ain't your time yet. God time? Ain't, God ain't opening that up for you. Mm-hmm. You think motherfuckers ain't been talking about Josh Adam? I believe they are, but when it's your time, it's your time. Time. Like, niggas was talking about Jay-Z when he was 21 rapping with Jazz no. O, but he didn't get on until he was 26. Josh. So I just think it's about timing. I it, think it's all about it's, timing, and the God time is way different than ours. You. I hear you, and you you distinctive with your conversation. It's also about baller blocking. And once they see how funny you are, if you ain't with that click or that agency, then you're going to get blocked. And I saw your show, and I have saw my show mm-hmm. for years. But the motherfuckers that saw our shows, in opinion, do you know that the motherfuckers would be like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want him on that show. Mm-hmm. And it'd be somebody that you fuck with. For years and years, I've been seeing motherfuckers sit up there and smile, call my name out when they come to the city. But the motherfuckers ain't put no money in their pocket or my pocket. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about like, okay, you want to hang when you come here, but motherfucker, you ain't you ain't made no money together. Yeah. Why should I be so friendly with a motherfucker that just want to flaunt some bullshit in my face? And he see the situation of me being funny just as well as him. Well, you in the hands driver's license. When they come here, they know you good. When they were foolish, you're going to smoke. You're going to nah, drink. Hoes nah. going to come around. Ain't nobody going to rob you. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying to you is this, though, foolish. What I'm saying to you is this, though. I don't think nobody can block what's for you. Nobody they can block what's for like me. A motherfucker. I don't think that's possible. Man, let me tell you I done saw him do it. I, I done saw him sit up there and take away the thousands from Tyler Craig. I don't think nobody can take, take rest away in the peace. thousands from Kool Aid. Rest in peace. No, no, I can't have him on the show. That's that heat. And then they could have made about six, seven thousand. I don't think nobody can stop what's for you at all. Like at the end of the day, you was gonna be on the radio no matter who the fuck was coming no, here. No. I don't give a fuck who it was. The radio ain't even what I want to be a part of. At the time, though, I'm just saying, like in '90. I, no, I, I can't remember the year. 2000. 2000. So in 2000, it was nobody that could have been like, hey, no, nah, fuck that nigga fool. She can't be on there because that's what was for you. Nobody no, can stop it's that. it's not like that. I don't I think nobody could have stopped I beat that. out everybody in the motherfucking city. And that's what I'm saying. Nobody could come and say nothing. Nobody could have did because it wasn't meant for that's you. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about motherfuckers in position and they talking about you enough to the point to where you ain't getting but the But at shows. that point, what I'm saying, at that point in your life, you don't think it was somebody in a position that could have said no to Foolish? Like, in 2000, I'm sure it was a nigga here. You know, in 2000, I was in 10th grade. I don't know who was around. It could have been anybody, a promoter, or influencer, somebody could have been like, why y'all fucking with Foolish? Fuck with me. Or another comedian that could have been like, that might have been just a little bit higher than you as far as like just comedy goes and been like, why ain't fucking with me? I think what's meant for you is meant for you. Damn. Nah, you don't get what I'm saying. Motherfuckers come here with shows and they go there with shows. The promoter be like, "Yo, what's up with dog?" No, we no, you know he he, he that nigga. You don't understand what I'm saying? Like I have saw motherfuckers talk out of line on motherfuckers that I know was funnier than them, and that's why the fuck they in the situation that they in. You'd be surprised, man, how the game is, man, because it's nothing like what you thinking. Mm-hmm. See, God got you in position to get it every day, whether you know it's a blessing or not. But I'm talking about the levels that you being blocked on that you don't even know about. These bitch-ass niggas been doing comedy all this time, knowing that you funny, shout you out. But, motherfucker, you don't see nobody in the mix at the improv but on Chocolate Motherfucking Tuesday or a Chocolate Sunday. You let these motherfuckers call it a chocolate something, and you participate in the shit just because you know there ain't no other motherfucking night to get. But ain't nobody saying shit. I think... 
Where the fuck is Vanilla Wednesdays at? Vanilla Wednesdays. What? How, how, who else wants to disrespect other than us? I think what Foolish talking about is all type of gang. Like both y'all, your your idea is like almost the optimism to keep going. What Foolish saying is real, just on the strength of. You know how much of a fan of comedy I am. Yeah, like yeah. I, I love to go to a good comedy club, even if it's out of town. Shout out to Mark Curry. The way that, the way Foolish delivered, I know it's people that fit his genre. Where him being a part of that machine would will open up doors like a motherfucker. Especially how he writing shit like that. It's like, I only he's want an the asset. raw. I only want motherfuckers that's raw that come like Josh Adams, Jay Will. You know what I mean? Shiny D, Coco. I already know the lineup. When Mike Bonner and me did Pawn Shop and he jumped in a motherfucking character as a drunk, that shit was so natural and it was so hype. We ain't had no motherfucking three-day shoot. We had a two-hour shoot. So when I fuck with motherfuckers, man, I already know what they about. These motherfucking comedians know what I'm about. Yeah. That's why I heard motherfuckers say, yeah, man, he a street comedian. Man, you know what? You dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a street comedian? Nigga. A nigga that's from the streets? And you know who I'm fucking talking about, too, because your bitch ass said this shit. Pussy. I don't even know what you talking about. But I mean... Fuck you, Gary Owens. Straight up. If it's a black... <laughs> type of nigga start thawing on nigga's name. If it's a black Man, Gary Owens ain't said that shit. I don't see... I don't see... <laughs> like, Foolish is so much in the zone of like what he said. Like, Red Fox being that. Like, if it's a black room, he hitting a home run. I ain't never seen... And then really what's that... so crazy about Foolish too, because I've seen him on all set. I've seen him be... Like, not the, the, the headliner. And then I've seen him be the headliner. When he ain't the headliner... He like a great uh, sparring partner because he he knows still you. how to help the act. Yeah, you're not gonna kill the room Man, like hey, some motherfuckers let me would. Tell, let me tell you something. These niggas be getting more money than me, and I be happy with that because I already know how much the crowd love comedy. Not yeah. just love me, but love comedy. So I try to do enough time to where a motherfucker be like, bam, he passed me to rock hot. Yeah, you know? and you can handle it. But these motherfuckers, low key, y'all niggas done got commercialized and pampered. Uh, what you mean? Yo, cause cause what he's saying is, and then I thought it was a good. I thought it was dope as hell too. But the T K Kirkland show easily, I, easily I, I, yo, that shit was so foolish. Could have did another. But no, no. But hold on. If he wanted that to, nigga foolish T K Kirkland robbed. This shit out that mic. He beat the fuck out that mic up. That nigga did some shit I ain't never saw nobody do. And that shit was just miraculous. Me Like, for me to see a nigga control a motherfucker going to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, yo, where you going, bitch? Yeah, I was at that show when he did that. Dog, he was saying it to niggas and women. Now, raise your hand when you get there and go to the bathroom. Dog, I mean, the control he had, he did damn near an hour and a half, fam. It's like... See, I look at shit like that, like where... But you could have easily did another five minutes. But it, ain't, it ain't my show. I know, it's but just, that's where I'm saying, you like, know. you passed the rock on some... You, you was like, oh, LeBron here, I'm Dwayne Wade. But who right, went before champ. TK, though? Let's talk. Don't who went before that. TK? Don't that do white that. White lady? Don't all do right. that. I, all right, I, I, all right. I, I, but so why was that? Politics. 
That ain't politics. That's just somebody putting the show together. Don't know what they doing. That's the I promoter. Think that's politics. That's the no, promoter. Either way, no. that's politics. That's, that's the promoter. That's, no. I'm Let me bring say her this to the black. Let me say this. In my mind. Let me say this before before you. you my opinion. You say yours. On yeah, my yeah, outside yeah, looking yeah. in, because I went to the show. Foodies got me in that bitch. When I saw, because I know baby girl. For one, she didn't even fit the demo. She shouldn't even been there. She funny. Was she funny at? That's not the show. The people that's coming to see TK Kirkland are. The same ones that will see foolish. And in my opinion, yes. that's not who you put up right before you bring up your the headliner. Man, man you over here giving you giving some real nah. nice vibes. Now nah, let me I, say hey, this. Hold on, let me hold on Kurt, because I ain't gonna okay. lie to you. That's my opinion. It does not motherfucking matter. It doesn't matter. That's like me going to a white club. That doesn't. I've killed the shit. Out of Dave Chappelle and every other white club that can't, I've destroyed the motherfuckers. The whole thing is, you neither funny or you not. If you off a rhythm that night, you off rhythm that night. But you neither funny or you not. After some shit like that, I'm going back to the motherfucking spots and going crazy. I remember when I got booed off the stage at Footprints out in New York. If my boy Freddie Freddie Rich, let me tell you something. After that, I was like this. Every time I come back, motherfucker, I'm coming back in a month. And I sit up there and did uh, Rob Stapleton room, Mm. and I did Freddie Rich room. So at Rob Stapleton room, I kind of was regular. I wasn't sufficient to me. So I said, you know what? I'm about to go to this other motherfucking spot and go crazy. I went up in that bitch. And flipped that motherfucker so hard. I saw weed in that bitch. I had motherfucking Cajun uh, Alfredo shrimp on them. It was it. The shit was so spectacular. Motherfuckers was like, I follow you, foreigners everywhere. See, that's how you know you funny when a foreigner say you funny. Motherfucker that barely know English and he watching your facial expressions more than hearing your punchline. That's the difference from being. Something that you don't know what the fuck that is. Like, if she funny, she gonna be funny, period. And, and, I'm and, not gonna, hey, yo, motherfuckers be bombing. But this, motherfuckers don't have to bomb. This all I'm gonna say. This all I'm gonna say. As funny as she, you gotta be, you're not gonna put Jerry Seinfeld up before TK Kirk. Why not? Because you just not. Why it's, wait, not? Wait, wait. It's just demographic. It's just demographic. It's just not. It's certain shit don't work. From, man. Where foolish coming from, and as, as a person coming from the promoter lens, I'm probably putting her in there on some political shit because I'm thinking, all right, later down the line, I may be able to partner with the white team she work with. And there's just some business shit in my mind from a promoter's lens. But from what Foolish is saying, it's like you're going to adjust your game. If you if you can play basketball, you can play street ball and you can play organized. This is what That's I'm what saying. he's saying. Everybody. OK, but this is what I'm saying. Steph Curry can hoop, but he's not getting into the dunk contest. And, and, this all. Hold on, Carl. This is all I'm saying. So my thing is this. I know old girl and. Yeah. Even it, it's funny, motherfuckers. But you also have to have the material that the people that you listening to can either be entertained by or relate to. Nothing that she had was either none of that. And I watched that, and I was like, "Why would they put her at the foolish?" And I thought personally, because I was there Friday night, you was there later on in the week. I was there Saturday. So that means that she had a whole day to sit, think, think and, on it. And like, she, and she knew. My, and she was new, so she don't have that. My, she don't uh, have that. Hey, hold on, and, I got and, a big and, thing. And my thought process was she literally she just got went 20. through her hey. set. The way I felt, hey. she didn't even have no like uh, crowd work or no. And can I? I want to ask y'all a big. She question. literally got twenty minutes. Go ahead. I just want to ask y'all a simple question, man. Y'all tell me how y'all feel about it. 
Mm-hmm. When I first got my credit score up to like about seven, it was like about seven forty something. It was it was up there. I went and got a crib off the water, the biggest condo I can get at Harbor Town. With motherfuckers that had money, like real money. Did I deserve to be there? A nigga of my caliber. I'm not no millionaire, but my credit score was up. Like, did I did I deserve to be there, y'all? In y'all eyes, should you would you feel like, all right, this nigga's supposed to be here with all these rich motherfuckers? If we can afford to pay it, yeah. Okay, so peep this: if you can afford to grab that motherfucking mic and say you're a comedian, you take your motherfucking bumps and bruises and you keep on doing it. But there's no excuse for not being funny, and I told her that because I thought. She was funny, but I told her, you need to attack your jokes more and don't leave them where they at. Don't just go joke to joke without explaining them because this is a crowd that wants to hear the punchline more so than the story. But my thing was, I don't want to be babied in no part of the game. And I'm not going to baby none of you motherfuckers. You can ask CP, you can ask J. Will, you can ask Josh Adams. You heard what he said. I didn't fuck with him for the longest because I wanted to see how real that nigga was in the game. And I'm going to stick to them guns. You can ask these new niggas now. It's the same way. My nigga J. Alexander out there. Niggas is out there doing shit that I haven't done on levels, and I'm so proud to have saw them. Salute. That's real. That's what's up. I mean, yeah, I it it definitely felt like roll up. Nigga yeah, said roll what up. He said. I mean, not to roll up. What he said up. straight up. I mean, everything he said. It's it's politics in this game, and you more ever ran, so than you ever anything ran a train else. with some. You ever ran a, ran a train on the bitch with some like comedian niggas? You ever like like Kyrie looked like a nigga like yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever really ran no train. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I was like, these two of these niggas was like this. Yeah, we about to run this bitch. Like, yeah, I'll be honest. Car ain't with that shit. Really no revolutionary shit. That ain't no revolutionary shit. but I like some incense, but I'm going to go step outside while y'all do that. I'm going to light some incense so y'all don't have this whole place stinking. Yeah, like, you all right, baby girl? You all right? <laughs> you all right. <laughs> hey, queen, hey, can you put that queen leg down? I'll take her, I'll take her leg hurt. Put that queen's leg down. Y'all need anything for the stuff? Yeah. I got some ginger root beer in here. Anybody want something to drink? Anybody like something to drink at all? I'm going to read from a, a Maya Angelou's book. <laughs> Phenomenal woman, phenomenally. <laughs> That nigga's crazy, dog. <laughs> Strawberry Fields, foolish. Uh, Her niggas wasn't fucking with Strawberry Fields. Hey, man, let me tell you something. That's where I got my stripes. And that was your spot? Nah. No, that it, was motherfucking uh, low key. Who was hosting that bitch? It was like, it was switching up, man, because motherfuckers come. I forgot who was actually the, the host. I think it was neither Bobo Lamb <laughs> or Mike, uh, Mike Bobo or. Uh, I, forget, I, I ended up getting it, yeah. Because I knew it to be yours. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't know. Motherfucker, it's so out cold, man. Man, rest in peace, Greg. Greg uh, loaned me $1,000 to go take BT for the first time, man. And um, 
He said, yeah, all right, now you got a host for, you know, you the new host. Now I said, work that money back. And I ain't going to lie, man, it was the best times ever, man, to sit up there and see them people pile up there. Like, you ain't never saw people like how you see it now. Club 313 motherfuckers low-key was a line wrapped around the block. And you had all the top, the top dope dealers up in that bitch. And the finest young girls, even underage bitches. It was crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to all stars. Hey, Shout man. out to all stars. Hey, motherfuckers don't realize, man, like how life was and how life is now. Like what you see right now ain't even a replica because motherfuckers is dying. Like, you know, any any motherfucker that got a baby behind their name, it's going to be death at their concert, I feel like. And every time I go to the straight up, like, want to really party with motherfucking the youngsters, I'll be like, damn, niggas got their guns on them. Like, how the fuck was niggas partying with the Isley Brothers and Keith Sweat and the Whispers and wasn't no guns on them, but y'all motherfuckers really need guns on y'all, for real? Shit tired. That shit different than the motherfucker. That mean the music is fucked up. And that's where we get a lot of our messages from. And that's the crazy part, but I think about Harry Press like Starberry Fields and all that, and about how they was keying motherfuckers and like nigga. That's why I feel like Detroit nigga refine you, dog. It's like sandpaper, nigga. Like you end up being the best product coming from a place like this. Like that's why you can go be good in white rooms and black rooms, and you can be good clean. It's because Detroit. Be, I mean, I, Detroit, nigga, I know some bombers, nigga, out this bitch. I know some motherfuckers ain't funny, dog. And you won't acknowledge them because you think that that oh, shit no, might no. hurt their motherfucking game. Oh, no, it's no, I believe it. It's some ass motherfuckers I believe it's some non-funny motherfuckers. Detroit let you know right off top. You know where you stand. I go in their motherfucking grill like, dog, why the fuck you on the mic for? Nigga <laughs> said, why you on the mic for? This shit real like that, though. Motherfucker over there talking some bullshit like this nigga on drugs and shit. This shit kind of real, man. I know y'all hear me talk about comedy a lot on here, but I actually got a motherfucker that... Who straight up stat on like I be mad. This nigga yeah. taking my mic time by talking about some bullshit that he done heard on another motherfucker's act. Like some niggas think they funny just because they heard another nigga joke and they can go tell that motherfucker better than him. It's easy to be funny at open mic when all your people there, man. But when you go somewhere and it's plant workers and it's drug dealers and it's scammers and motherfuckers in there got shit, real shit going on, they going to jail next week. Niggas, you know, it's hard to go to Blackberries and get off. It's hard to go to Strawberry Fields. I miss Strawberry Fields. I ain't going to pump fake. I wish I could have ran through that bitch, but I think I ended right after I came. But, nigga, this no, shit you know tried to end, You know how the end of that motherfucker was, dog? No, I don't. Please tell I remember, me. I remember when the niggas off 7 Mile got into it with the security because Greg was, like, tired of, like, you know, the fights going down. So this nigga got some security that was on some SWAT team shit. Like the X-Men? Like, yeah, that's, I think that's what they was. Niggas had, like, Doberman pitches, pit bulls and shit at the door. And it was like, I was like, damn, it shit a little bit uh, uh, different. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then the crowd wasn't there. You know what I mean? Then niggas, the niggas from Seven Mile was like, they came to the door. They was like, hey, man, we don't need no motherfucker ID, nigga. And I'm over here like this. I'm over there like, I got the microphone. And I'm like, yeah, there'll be no show tonight. <laughs> this bitch. And um, <laughs> in my wildest dreams, I never thought 
that them niggas was about to get through them X-Men. Because, you know, the Seven Mile niggas was like some Newport-built niggas. The niggas was built Newport. off liquor, Newport, and in and out prison exercises. In and out. Seven Mile and what, though? They were Seven, seven Mile and Seven Mile and motherfucker like Bentler in between Bentler and Evergreen. Real shit. And, um... I used to stay over there on Bentler and Seven Mile. That was my first crib when I got out of my mama crib. I moved on Seven Mile. But when I tell you them Seven Mile niggas whooped them X-Men's ass <laughs> and stomped their dogs out, I never saw a dog get stomped out. You know what I mean? It was worse than that. The dog... <clears throat> <laughs> nigga was choking the dog, nigga, up against the cement. <laughs> choking the dog out, nigga, a pit with a big face. <laughs> and then one nigga, with, Asian nigga, was doing karate. They hit this nigga in the head so hard with some object. And uh, it was just crazy, dog. But then an X-Men came back in about 20 minutes. Them niggas had 30 Ninjas <laughs> with your motherfucking seven bodies. <laughs> seven bodies that disappeared after they like they think they had ninjas, man. I hit with a star in the back. Got hit with a star in the back. No, this nigga said they had ninjas and Doberman Pinterest, my guy. They did, dog. X Men was a different type of security. Niggas don't know. X Men was some big cocktails and niggas, bro. They was Whoa. military trained and they did yeah. not play no games. They and the, the river girls off. was musty. Them girls was musty than a motherfucker up under them uh, bulletproof vessels. They got, uh, I remember the craziest club fight I seen in a club, River Rock. X-Men. Oh, nigga. River Rock was the spot. I remember one time, low-key, man, rest in peace, Jam Master J from Run DMC. Me and Dog was up in that bitch having a drink. And it was two dollar Tuesday with Reggie Reg and the girl. Two dollar Tuesday. Girl man. came through that bitch with the Badusi sundress on. Badusi. Canceled the night, nigga. Y'all ever smell Badusi? <laughs> nah, what's that? Let me tell you about Badusi. Badusi is a mixture of white diamond perfume and sardines. Okay, that's and all bad. It is so minnowy. That Mino. your club is shut is the fuck. Your club is shut the fuck down. This bitch shut the fuck the club down. Jim after Jay had the sniffles. <laughs> I couldn't believe this shit. He was like, man, what the fuck is that? Like, man, that's that motherfucker Badusi Jim after Jay. <laughs> we had to get up out there, bitch, because the Badusi be on your clothes. And that shit is a poison. I don't know if a nigga ever smelled diseased pussy. This bitch pussy. shut the River Rock down. The white River bar- Rocks is th- how many floors? Uh, it was like so three. She shut like down three, three, three floors three. with she, her pussy. Oh, she shut down the night, nigga. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, it was three she, floors. The white bartender, she was cute to the motherfucker. She said, my hair stank. I was like, I bought this bitch. I bought this Let bitch. me ask you this, coolest celebrity that you ever kicked it with that we would not expect to be cool. Oh man, that's a funny one right there. Though. It might be easy, to, like that, that's the easy to say who the coolest that we would say, but somebody that we would not expect to be cool that you fuck around and kicked with. Man, you know, low key, that nigga Dwayne from Tony, 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 mm-hmm. and Anthony motherfucking Hamilton. Wow, I got freestyles with both of them, but that nigga, that nigga Dwayne been cool with me. We hanged out a couple years ago at the Cannabis Festival, man. And he was performing at Motor City Casino with the band, and they towed that motherfucker down. And we smoked out, man, and just kicked it like some G's. And then that nigga Anthony Hamilton, dog, was the coldest freestyler I probably saw 
straight out of motherfucking, you know, I think he's from South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah. Dog is just, he was just, man, spirit was so good. He was with his wife at the time, too, man. Just a cool spirit. But a lot of people, man, I, I DMX, man, was cool than a motherfucker. He came wow. to my show, and he was like, magnificent. <laughs> that's, how nigga, that's how he do his shit, dog. He said, like, one word. He go back there and meet the whole back chef, the, the dishwasher. He want to meet the motherfuckers in the back. He's just a different type of spirit, man, when you see that good shit, dog. He just fuck with the people, basically. Yeah, but you know, man, I, I, I can't even imagine... Freestyling with all the people like Kanye West, you know what I mean. I got two freestyles with him. I was the last nigga to battle proof, you know what I mean. Got Rest all that shit. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a lot of shit that's fun that I done did in my life. Not so controversy, but so fun that I got on my shit. I ain't let nobody hear that shit really too much. I ain't try to get no money off of it. When I want to listen. I listen. Like, niggas don't know how deep hip-hop is as far as, like, Detroit go, but they hear, like, you know, Eminem and Proof Name always come up. I know Kari was heavy in the hip-hop yeah, shit. He, you man. know, Way. Niggas know him as Way. <laughs> yep, and yep, Foolish, I know you started off as rapping. So, yeah. like, take niggas to that part of the game, like, part of that world that you is. Kari, go ahead. Well, let me, let me start off with Proof and why he's such a dope-ass figure in Detroit. Because I, I, I don't understand it, but history. I give him that respect. So, I'm, I'm going to tell you really what it was. Proof was a part of 5E, which was like like the backpack hip-hop crowd like connected to like Jay Dilla and all of them. Right. But he also was a part of Goon Squad, which is like some street at the time. Booty music, street music was like mixing and shit. So that's QT, Trick Trick, and Proof. So he was like this combination of like he would host the grimiest street rap shit and he knew all of the like backpack nerd rappers. So because he was part of like both cultures, it put him in a spot where everybody looked up to proof. Like I, it's this tape that Nick Speed, my man Speed, oh, shout out Speed, got of like proof. Proof introduced like one of his rap open mic and it was like a pimp damn near. Like he walked in and he had on a fur coat and then he threw it over like three girls and they started dancing. So he hosts that shit. Then he would host the shit where like people would be doing spoken word poetry too. Proof was different. Mm -hmm. He like, bit, I remember one time he bit this bitch I was talking to on the cheek and she was like, what was that? I was like, a nigga showing you love, ma. <laughs> and what's crazy P, P was like that too And then another Yeah thing Foolish rap Somebody said Foolish used to rap yeah, Oh no no He still rap Him and Shiny D Foolish can him, Shiny spit D, his ass off And uh, Bobo Lamb rapped They don't want they 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 My shit be serious man Sometimes I ain't gonna lie to you I go into a serious mode Because I feel like Life takes you there Where to the point To where you can't just be funny you got to be what you thinking on all points. Let me ask you this, Foolish. Do you think uh, being funny made you a better comedian or being able to rap made you a better... Being able to rap. Made you a better comedian. You know what I mean? Being yeah, able to rap yeah. made you a better comedian or being funny made you a better rapper. I, when I would go, when we had Wednesday nights, Apollo night at All Jokes Aside, I started off rapping. Then I started off doing comedy when I felt safe. See, being a comedian... You got to feel safe talking about certain shit. And once I got into my childhood, I started understanding myself better. Because I, I, I was like, you know what? I understand my mama and all the shit she put me through now. Because they laughed. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't understand. If you ain't going to put your, your problems in it, then you ain't going to get them solved. Uh. Yeah. 
I just always wondered that because, like I said, a lot of people don't know you rapped. And I know, you know, niggas holler out punchlines. I used to love hearing his freestyles on the radio. Shout out to oh, uh, that freestyles on the radio. Priest Even Tina, his parody songs early on, like all them shits was. Hey dog, what we gonna do tonight? I mean, if we put on a beat. You know, we can get it in. I man. can't do it on my phone. I mean, Kari would have to pull it up and put yeah, that bitch right there. We can always freestyle. We freestyled on the last one. I mean, I'm a little inebriated, but I'm gonna do it because of you OG killed in here. the last one, dog. Yeah, fun. Bree was in here. Shout out to Bree too. Bree is a poet, phenomenal poet in the city of Detroit. My nigga, be titty. Hey, this Sunday, Maple Heights. We coming to Silks. Uh-oh. We coming to Silks in, uh, uh, I don't know if that's Cleveland, but it's Maple Heights, Ohio. We coming through, and we finna come on. We gonna act a whole fool, so we gonna do it up. Maple Heights. That sounds for good pussy out there, dog, for Nigga, real. I said Silks. He said I said Sleepy. Oh. All right, Kari got to turn his uh, Bluetooth speaker on that he used when he watching porn. Hilarious. I like to hear that. I'm grown mm-hmm. now. I don't turn my porn down. I don't turn my porn down. I don't turn my porn down because I'm grown. If a nigga hear me down there, they either assume I'm getting pussy or that's pinky. I don't care at this point. I'm a grown nigga. <laughs> he says, Cleveland. Hey, Cleveland, we coming. Uh, now follow me, Rose, Wolf, and 24 7. Yeah, you got to put in some shit. Like, you can say J. Cole type beat, then, you know what I mean? That shit will pop up with like a J. Cole type beat. Car, turn the shit on. Ha, 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 ha. Hilarious. Yeah. We're here with the OG. I guess we're going to freestyle to end this bitch out right now. I mean, we ain't really ending it. And I think nah, we ain't got to have fun, dog. We, we talk about it. whatever, dog. You know what, man? I can see myself, man. What is a red stripe? That's a red stripe. Is a Caribbean beer. Straight up out the islands, man. It's the best. 4.7% alcohol. Do a compliment the weed? Because I know they smoke a lot of weed out in, in the islands. So I'm just, man. That's what yeah, this is about. Red stripe. Red stripe. You know, I love freestyling, dog, because that meditates the mind to another language. Like it's not about control. It's not like he wants to kill. He just it's that J. Cole type beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, he got, like, pocket in front. I feel like I can represent my generation so much because I... What you want to talk about, Big Josh? Whatever you got off the top of your head, then we going to follow you. These real rap niggas, I'll just play around with. I got a little Hennessy in me, so you got to forgive me. Hey, Sunday. Maple Heights, we coming. Cleveland, what's happening? Yeah, this big. Where you at? Stop talking. All right. That's all right. We got all day. This is your podcast. This your, they going to sue you. This your network. They going to sue me. You know, you, we comedians, man. Yeah, we is. I'm drunk. I'm trying to. No matter which way it go, man, we comedians, all right? She love me. No matter what I do, she love me. Okay. No matter what I do, yeah. she love me. No matter what I do, she love me. Yeah, yeah. She love me. She saw me with another bitch. It don't matter. No. Nope. Cause she know she ain't rich. She ain't never paid for dick. Nope. I gave it to her anyway. Indeed. Even even if it wasn't a payday. She got it all day. Even sucked her titties in front of her friends. What are we now? Are we in relationships? <laughs> Or are we separate and just fucking each other? What's up, bitch? I know you love me. What's up, bitch? I know you love me. Yay. What's up, bitch? I know you love me. Okay. I'm cute, even though you ugly. We fucking. We fucking. Hey, he say we fucking. Yeah, I cheated twice. I told you I was out shooting dice. I hit a white bitch. She had lice. (laughs) They tripping. I'm off the head. 
off the dome. I need a little cone. Coming through off this bitch. I stayed in the Brewster homes. I'm lying. I stayed in Oak Park. Nine mile in Scotia. My nigga, it never got dark. We had grass and lights. Street lights in fact. My nigga way up in this bitch. I'm freestyling. It's like yeah. that. We doing J. Cole beats. So J. samples, you know it's ample. Fat asses, we like them titties, bitches. Yeah, we trick from time to time. Yeah. I pass the mic. Check it. Uh -oh. And on that tip, I'm gonna say it like this. Hopefully, I don't limp a slip because I'm still talking, man. And I'm thinking because my foolish man saying something often in my ear and he is spitting game. Making me think and open up my fucking brain. Open it up so I can think a little better. Think a little better about more than just a cheddar. Uh -oh. It's just how we can get all of this shit. In the mix of the something like this, something like this for something like that. Because if it ain't pro-black, then all that shit whack. And we gonna talk it, man. You know we feel it. Uh -oh. Feel it like this, and I want you to get the spirit. Spirit as I speak it. Spirit as I teach uh -oh. it. Everybody know, man, I'm feeling like I preach it. Because the words is just like verbs and they curses. Yeah. The verses. Everybody know it's the worstest. You're the worstest. I got the hook for you. What you got, folks? The bitch told me. What she tell you? Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. But they so big, I gotta crap. What? Just gotta have them. I gotta just touch them and then I wanna suck them. If you're gonna take them out, then I just gonna lick them. And then you know that I'm gonna just put this thing between the nipples. If you know you wanna feel it till I bust off. Bust off, and then you fill it in, and it's gonna what off? What? what off, man? You're gonna catch it on the throat. What? And then foolish come with the hook and coming in the nose. Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. Please don't try to touch my titties okay. in front of my son. Okay. Please don't try to touch my titties in front of my son. Give him melatonin, put him down to sleep. I'ma grab these little titties. Yeah, you know I'm trying to be. Shoot it off and ski ski. Why he woke? Turn that Netflix on and. That's Boy, it's crazy. Oh shit. She was musty when we first met, but I still thought she was a good catch. Uh, perfume mixed in with the funk from yesterday. And I say to myself, you are gravy, male lady. Gravy male lady. Yeah. What's that? No matter how you smell, you are gravy male lady. You ever hooked up with a post office lady? I love must. I mean, uh, male ladies. He love. <laughs> he love. He love. How, uh, how you knock on a male lady? How you pull them? Well, one time I had a show in Kalamazoo and, um, this male lady came to the show and I was like, you know, you got to come see me in the day. She was like, I'm coming through that this weekend. I was like, what? Big Catholic. And I know how she was coming. And um, she sit up there and uh, got out, got through with her shift and she said, I'm stuck. I'm getting on that mega bus. Mega bus. About what, $20, $26? Mega bus. I said, fuck it. I'm coming to pick you up on that motherfucking mega bus. You coming to see me? I ain't never had a chick come see me on a motherfucking mega bus. Never. He got a road out, not flew out. Nigga, I pulled up in the caddy, black on black, nigga, DTS. She got in the car, and I looked around. I was like, uh, 
Is it a dog in this bitch? Is it a dog in this bitch? What the fuck is that strong ass smell? She smelled like she can't. She was like, I ain't had time to wash up. I had to just do my shift and just jump on the mega bus. And I was like, bitch, you came from Chicago. Mm. An extra two hours to get this musty. This bitch was musty. Dog, I had to put some trend in the bath water mixed in with the palm olive. She's like, ooh, it's so oily. <laughs> so oily. I get a little itchy too, ain't it, bitch? <laughs> Damn, dog. What's going on? We ain't got no more beats. What we doing? We uh, we talking about foolish fucking with male ladies from Chicago, man. Shout out I to them out there. I hit that Quavo type beat. I got we, a cold hey, we, one for that we finna freestyle like I said the OG in here right now man one of the funniest comedians in the, man, in the country you, right bro. now legendary OG man diversified so many different ways man making money hustler and um, the fact that I'm sitting in here with him and he's on a platform that uh, Kari allowed me to be on dog like I said knowing that these niggas like this got my number in their phone and they really hit me up and when I see them they got love for me bro fuck it nigga you can't tell me I ain't made it Man, you know what I'm saying? He can't tell me I ain't made it. That's why, you know, this is all God's plan. You know, it's crazy, though. Like, you got that show coming up, and you about to go hog wild. Cleveland, we coming. Shout out to B-Titty. On motherfucker, dog. Like, you know. What's your favorite place to perform? Outside of, the, of course, the crib. Shit, St. Louis and Chicago. <sighs> you know, St. Louis, my boy Jesse Taylor spots that he opened up Oh, shout out to, to Jesse Taylor. It was, a, it was a getaway for me, man. Ain't he like a, a Q or something like that? Nah, he uh, just a straight G. Okay. You know what I mean? What, what's crazy about Jesse is me and him went head-to-head against Big Leslie and um, Pat Brown for the actual Miss Pat? Miller Genuine Draft comedy finalist for the, for the country. Mm-hmm. And we've been dogs ever since. Like, I'm talking about, man, I, that's my brother, brother. You know what I mean? And... His mama used to straight up come to my shows, man, even if her legs hurt. Mm. She was the first person to give me a dinner when I came to St. Louis, man. I ate at his house, man. It was, It's just we've been so close, man, for the time that I've been in comedy to have somebody like that. That's why you befriend brothers like you and brothers like you. Because, I mean, we know each other on levels of respect. Yeah, yeah. Some motherfuckers don't have that with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind not being where a motherfucker think I should be because where I'm at is so solid. This circle I got around me, man, it's been protecting me, man. Motherfuckers don't get that. They look at the TV. They look at the radio because they program. But, nigga, I look at the reality of people. Who I can call, like he said, right on motherfucking speed dial. Yep. You got to understand that before you turn that TV on and what your mind is programmed. You need to take yourself out of regular thinking because they not thinking regular right now at all. Because motherfuckers will look at you at one point and be like, oh, why would he jump off the radio? But as soon as you say, I ain't doing the radio no more, it's four, it's 14 motherfuckers calling, hey, oh, fool, so you ain't on the radio? All right, come over here, man. I got to run for you in St. Louis. I got to run for you out here in Vegas. I got to run for you in Florida. Nothing like that. Like, they can never stop you. Like, But no, I'm talking about, they, it was nothing like that, though. It was nothing like that? Never. It was nothing like I that. I had a program director when I had booked the Fox to do one man, the, my one-man show. And that motherfucker straight called me from WGLB and was like, hey, man, you know, if you talk about this radio station, we're going to sue you. A nigga told me that. So when motherfuckers talk about levels and shit to the game, 
didn't nobody fight for us to be on the radio after the motherfuckers said what they said and played us like they played us. And that motherfucker sit up there and confirmed it when I was about to do a show on why we got fired at the Fox that I put all my money into. And then a motherfucker by the name of Quentin Perry took my shit, canceled the show because it was tied to Mike Epps show and Jeezy's show. See, when you renting the Fox Theater, they use a nigga for all that money. You got to go through him to book a black show. And that nigga take your motherfucking cash. He don't give a fuck about you. But niggas be getting put in trunks. Yo, and let me say this. Mm. It's a couple It's a couple comedians that I say, like, everybody, if you out of town, Detroit got a, a, a deep connection to real business and street business. And No, I'm I, just, but I, that nigga straight up know who to fuck with, but didn't know who to fuck with. A lot of these I'm motherfucker promoters, they don't be trying to be played. So when you see a motherfucker with his last investing in something that's real, mm-hmm. and you play him and you you the same color, and this the shit that we talking about to this day. Unified, we killing them. You know who he talking about, Car? Dog. You know the nigga? I, I've met... But it, it, everything he's saying is on some real shit okay. on the strength of, on the strength of, it's like, that's where our game should be tight where you, you can't, you can't come in on that. Like, you can't come in on that. Like, the machine is bigger than anything else. Meaning, like, even if you try to, even if you try to change the shit, it don't matter. Like, I don't know how y'all familiar <laughs> with Florida, but like. Down in Florida, it's South Florida is like damn near like North Cuba. You know what I'm saying? So any of that shit dealing with Cubans, it's like, yo, I don't give a fuck what is legal or what's illegal. This is our shit. Mm-hmm. Certain parts of California is so much built on like different Asian cultures, but especially like the Chinese, it's almost like they're like we police ourselves. This is our shit. Well, well, if you want to come but, here, but, you gotta fuck with us. It, it's the community all gonna eat off. But this. peep this. We don't control shit. Yeah. We know what communities still control shit. Distribution. Yeah. The biggest builders in the city are owned by who? Village. And Forts. My man, and my man who owned uh, Quick and Longs. I mean, it's a couple. But Gilbert's let's put it like that. It's about 12 people. It's about but, 12 but people. But peep this. How did they get it from us? Was it ever ours? It did was we, all, we had all did we, Woodward. Did we ever, did we we ever have all control over it? Do you, murder. They take it. I, I mean, yeah. I don't when know. When do we get this mentality? When do we have this power? Ask yourself. When... That race is no longer the power. See, the the whole thing is not to show people who are in power that are not ones that used to have it. Like, minority power right now is on an uprise. You're seeing more bosses being made than workers. Mm-hmm. And when you got stuff like that going on, now you're seeing everything being controlled by people who may not have ever had power, but who are superior because they've made a better way. Do you know, when the last time y'all saw somebody that scammed the unemployment be arrested? 
Like, I mean, I saw, like, maybe one or two stories, but it was supposedly 14,000 people who scammed in Michigan. Yeah. Damn, I ain't heard like, that. The one person I heard about was the dude that came from Michigan, and then he went out to California, and then they shot that rap video and shit. Mm-hmm. That's the one person. But, I mean, they hit his ass, he though. was such a... That he, video he was, was flamboyant. He is yeah. flamboyant. Other than that, yeah, I mean... Yeah. People are getting money and they are doing it so out cold, the government is confused. The crypto, the whole situation that's going on right now, I'm hearing motherfuckers that straight up ain't never worked talk about shit that I don't even know about. And they've been getting money like a motherfucker. You need to join this group. We're doing this. I don't even work for Chrysler no more. I'm over here hearing all this shit and I'm saying to myself like, yeah, I'm just going to stick with my little selling weed and shit and doing my shows <laughs> and working some of these cars. I don't know what the fuck you doing over there, but if you're having a good time, continue. It look like you're having a ball in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga say it look like you're having a ball you out this bitch. I mean, that's what I see. Listen to him. I quit my job. I'm doing it like this. I'm going to Acapulco. I'm going everywhere. What is it like the four chan? Uh, was that four? What? what? Nah, that's nah, like dog. They reading ass. the cryptocurrency. A lot of people fucking with the stock game right now. Forex. Yeah. It's crazy. Forex. That's what it is. 4X. It's crazy. It's a lot of different ways out here. People trying to make money. And you still can sell pills out of DC seventy five. You said that a lot. DC, they peel heads like that out there. Mm. Very big Ethiopian culture out there. When I was out there doing the radio shit for a minute, and um, only thing was open that was super super late was Ethiopian clubs. Ethiopians out there getting busy. Man, I went to college town, man. I was on one street where it was like about 20 bars, dog. And everybody was like perked out. And a lot of women was coked out and shit, man. A lot of chicks was wearing no panties and shit. And was had them uh, Daisy Duke cutters on and shit, man. A lot of yoga smells was all through there, man. What's a yoga a, smell? Um, well, it's like a, um, the area feel like somebody opened up some old milk. Some old milk. That's very... Yeah. That's what it is when you don't wear the same shorts twice and you had no drawers on, no panties, and the ladies. It was a nasty-ass area over there, man. It was like um, like really going to somewhere where people didn't respect your hygiene. Like cause I had on some alcohol shit. I had on like some of that Creed that this bitch had bought me and put in a Crown Royal bag, and that shit was <laughs> flaring a whole bunch of that other shit out the way. <laughs> Crown real bad. Crown real bad. <laughs> it was still real though. That shit was out doing that motherfucking ass smell I saw out there. Let me ask you this: being a Southwest native for the most part, uh, Jalen Rose is real as we feel he is. I put it to you like this: I remember when Jalen Rose was just a regular cat. You know what I mean? Didn't have no skills, and then he was tall as fuck, and he was just learning the game. That nigga was tall as fuck. Tall as fuck, dog. You know, he ain't even had no cold shoe game, but he was a respected hood nigga because he was smart as fuck. And Perry Watson, Southwestern coach, just a dog-ass motherfucker. Also uh, coached my nigga Terrence Wheeler. Also my nigga Ronald Waller. Also my nigga Stevie Wise. Mm. And the list goes on. Big shout out to my nigga Perry Watson. Love you. And when I saw him take on Jalen Rose and turn him into the beast that I really saw. I I, I, I put it like this. This is the craziest shit. (laughs) I'm in high school working at Little Caesars at Joe Louis Arena. And I'm seeing That's legendary. Seeing the coldest events of all time. 
So salute to Mike Gillich for these memories. I saw Jalen Rose, Southwestern, go against Country Day. Weber. That shit was the most phenomenal. Chris Weber had about 50 points, all dunks. He was dunking on every motherfucking body. Three motherfuckers. Jalen Rose was pulling that bitch from half court. Wop! That motherfucker was through by at least 20 alley-oops. Mm. Stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Who y'all think won? Country Day? Southwestern. Perry Watson, nigga. Shit is real. Bro, that's crazy. This motherfucker's so deep in the game, bro. It's like we can dare to talk for four hours. Mm -hmm. Like I be just sitting here like uh, like Jalen Rose. He can talk about Jalen Rose. I can say Kwame home. How did that affect hey, us? Hold on. Who before Jalen who was before Jalen Rose though? What you mean what, who was before? South, at Southwestern? Yeah, who was before him? I wouldn't know. Anderson Hunt. What's up with him? Tell us about Anderson Hunt. Who before Anderson Hunt? Will Chamberlain. <sighs> Come on, man. Pistol Pete. Come on, man. The judge. Mathis? Nah. nah, he Northwestern. I know that. Nah, judge. The judge. The judge. The judge. Who the judge? I'm going to have y'all look that one up. They going to tell you. Hey, look that up. Who was before uh, Anderson, Anderson Hunt? Hunt? UNLV he went to after Southwestern. I played against Anderson Hunt. I was the motherfucker that came off the bench. Cause I was popular as hell, but I really was sweet. <laughs> and we was down thirty, and they were like, "Go ahead, and put in." If I use them six fouls, in, dog. Hey, dog. As soon as they put me in the game, I fired that bitch up from wherever I was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time it was like about a minute fifty one, <laughs> and that nigga Hunt looked at me. He was like, "Nigga, you about to get in the game?" I was like this. Nigga, I'm about to get in the game. <laughs> that nigga told his boys, don't even check him. <laughs> they gave me that bitch from out of bounds, nigga. I was like 10 feet from the three-pointer and launched that bitch. <laughs> I sky hooked the shit out that my motherfucker, dog. My nigga threw a sky hook, motherfucking we, Dame, Dame Litter 3 and, from and, the motherfucking half. He go to fucked up shit. We had a racetrack above the rim and shit. My shit went all up on <laughs> the motherfucking racetrack. That's how the Game. That's how the old shit was like, take me up. Soon as that nigga threw that bitch up. <laughs> He said it hit the racetrack. Yo, that's how the old that's how the old gyms used to be. McKenzie, Cooley, uh Man. Southwestern. Who else had it? Had the upstairs. Central. Man. Damn, them Central Northwestern games used to be wild as fuck. What's the wildest shit happened in one of them newer games that you went to? Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the stuff of legends. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Antonio Gates. Oh, that nigga the truth. That's a before wild they, Before, okay, okay. Legend I saw this nigga at a club, bro, with a chain on. And I'm talking about nothing but diamonds. I've never seen that like that before, but go ahead. Legend has it. That's crazy. <laughs> Legend has it. A dice game preceded <laughs> what led him down to the city championship. Central was rocking hard as fuck. Like, so you still got, like, regular street shit. You still got 12th Street, Dexter, Linwood. <laughs> You know, it was it was such a, a a fight in the parking lot while they went in, they about to go get their first basketball city championship in forever. Yo, that had to have been one of the craziest things because even the writer was like, this may have been one of the craziest. But it all the Detroit rivalries, Ref for Cooley, 
Southwestern Western shit. South Southwestern. Nah, we, really, we, we weren't really like our battles was within. Like I remember one time, um, one of my dogs got into it with one of the Mexican dudes that, and then he molly whopped him, and then that was like in the third third uh, hour. By the sixth hour, like we was right across from Clark Park, mm -hmm. it was yeah. about five hundred Mexicans out there <laughs> ready to whoop every nigga ass in the school. <laughs> five and, and you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, I was down there at Earhart, Ooh. which was the middle school, and we found out about the shit. You know what I mean? So it was like everybody was like, "Yeah, you gonna have to go another way." And, <laughs> The only other way was by Hotel Yorba. And Hotel Yorba smelled like strong piss. <laughs> and uh, a lot of zombies be out there because the niggas be off that dog off there. And uh, niggas had to walk past the zombies and shit. And but niggas, nigga had to go get in the bushes just to get a peek to see this shit go down. When them niggas came out, niggas was like about 10 deep. They was like, this, yeah, 10 is enough. Ten was not enough. I ain't gonna lie. One Mexican had some nunchucks. Ten niggas versus 500 Mexicans. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. One Mexican was out cold. That nigga had some nunchucks he had made. Niggas had low, like, you know, kind of low ball think about it. He like, they ain't gonna hit me with a nunchuck. That nigga was Bruce Lee and motherfuckers in their forehead. That nigga was not niggas up Bruce like a motherfucker. That shit was so sweet. But you know how a nigga do, though? Niggas start busting like a motherfucker. One nigga hit with one of them nut chucks. He was like, bitch, bah! That's when you saw the Mexicans be fast as I ever saw a motherfucker got the fuck on. The motherfuckers sit up there and got the fuck on because they wasn't prepared to relinquish them gunshots like that. The niggas had pulled out some real shit. Some real he said he hit the niggas with some nut chucks. They got to shoot. <laughs> nut chucks. And the niggas wasn't ready. That shit was dangerous too, dog. That shit was out cold. Uh, he said they weren't ready to relinquish. <laughs> they don't even go there. <laughs> hey man, fuck y'all niggas, man. I don't even go there. Oh, he said they weren't ready to relinquish the gunshots. <laughs> oh no, we're crying. This nigga fucking crazy, bro. This nigga's crazy. He said homemade. Oh, my hair hurt, dog. My motherfucking hair hurt, dog. He said them niggas said they had 10 of them. He said that wasn't enough. That was my best. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my Stupid. nigga, my head is heightened. Stupid. Oh, man. Kari, what else, man? Keep going, man. Same shit. What else you got to ask like, this nigga, bro? Yo. My head is hurting. Oh, other than that, like, oh, he still got some stripes to drink. Oh, nigga. Man, let going. me talk about some real shit, man. Let's talk about some real because we never did get back to what needs to be said to these uh, ladies that's listening. Oh, shit. That really want a real nigga. Okay. Damn. First off the back, I don't owe you shit. What the last nigga did is what the last nigga did. What the last chick with me did was what the last chick with me did. If you want something special, then it's called changing what you think I'm supposed to be doing. First off, 
I got to like you. Mm -hmm. And liking you ain't got shit to do with treating you like the last nigga did or owe you something. So let's see if we really like each other. First off, I got to know what you be doing on a daily basis. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Is you deal doing yourself on a regular to that motherfucker is supersized. <laughs> Super you know what I mean? Because now that means me and you going to have to take a time out on each other if we want to be together because I don't want nothing that's been beat the fuck up by nothing. You know what I mean? Like, if it's going to be a fresh start, I don't want no bitch that's got six, seven niggas on the side waiting to hit. Like, if shit ain't special, fuck you then. Mm. That's what I'm saying. If it ain't got no fire, fuck you then. Period. Oh, regular thinking ass bitch. Don't nobody want to be around you and you want a, a nigga that's just going to do better than the last nigga and we ain't even developed shit. Get the fuck out of here. That's dumb as fuck to me. Hey, fool, I spent $12.95 on some girl's uh, OnlyFans and I was very disappointed. Nigga, this bitch Barbie made a million dollars just turned 18, you whole ass little child. How you going to sit up there and take that shit? Mm. Y'all made this bitch get all this money by these perv-ass motherfuckers. But I bet you if it was a black girl with the same shape, motherfucking ponytail, you think she going to get a meal? Mm-mm. No. No, she going to get ridiculed. But that's the type of privilege these motherfuckers got out there. And you're afraid to talk upon it. But that's trafficking what the fuck y'all doing. That's heavy. Why you feel okay? I'm going back to your point. Why you feel like you gotta take it? Because you know, her the the shit that was going on in her background just let me know that it really ain't worth everything that's going on. Like the type of shit she had, like she had blinds missing in the background. <laughs> blinds. I mean, just like in reality, dog. It's oh, just like you ain't see the significance of how much blinds cost versus everything else. Yeah, like they had the blinds, like her broom, Two like type 89. of cereal she had on her refrigerator in the background. Let me know that bitch. This twelve dollars you getting from me and a hundred and seven thousand <laughs> niggas that also follow you was like, bitch, you about you making six figures, you can at least step your blinds up. <laughs> and I was just disappointed. Like the pussy was like, she a regular bill bitch. She wasn't nothing special. See? I spent twelve dollars to see the bitch titties. But dog, <laughs> let's go back to the blinds. Okay. You know, I, if I got something at the crib, I'll bring them over here. Like that's the type of shit I tell them just mm -hmm. to get the head game back on super super uh style because you gotta inspire them to be super okay you know what i mean like her body might not been right but guess what when you when you ball that titty up and like flick mm -hmm. it a couple times and swell up ball and it up <laughs> you gotta do that man you gotta swell up shit <laughs> right that bitch with all the, like she might, all not, the blood run to she might not have no motherfucker hook on that ass but she gonna have like a play one by the way, I keep hitting the back of her thigh with my motherfucking fist a little bit. Oh, you lumping up. This motherfucker lumping up. You wanted one. There you go. Oh. You know, I remember one time this bitch had, um, like, told me, she was like, yeah, I don't like keeping my uh, shoes on. I like keeping my shoes on. And then... When I came, I was fucking with her at UAD, and uh, one of the Arab niggas was like, yeah, man, her feet fucked up. And I looked at the Arab nigga like, man, who the fuck is you? To be knowing that this, my bitch, I've been fucking with feet fucked up. And, um, That's a good question. That's a very good question. Was, I paid
paid attention to that. So one time I was sit up there, we was drinking and shit, and then we passed out on each other, man. I said, man, let me go ahead and unleash a little bit looking at this uh, <laughs> foot <laughs> with the Timberland on it. Yeah, man, I, man, I got that motherfucker off, nigga. Let me tell you something. Mm. <laughs> In my lifetime of feats, <laughs> have I never ever saw them boys tangled up like that? <laughs> like, to this day, nigga. Let me tell you something, nigga. She had it to where it looked like them bitches was in a knot, <clears throat> and that big toe was so huge. <laughs> it was so huge. I never saw it like that, man. What's that TV show with Kyler Pratt on that? I saw a nigga with an afro on there. One on one? Yeah, it was a nigga on there with an afro. Big did a motherfucker like this bitch choke. Last week, I saw that shit. And, um... Of one on one. Man, she was so beautiful, though, man, but her feet Fuck that. was a gang. <laughs> and the motherfuckers was beefing. <laughs> and I, ain't, I, I I, put that boot back on that motherfucker. You caught her while she was asleep. Well, I mean, you know, you got, you'd be surprised on what you'd find out when a bitch sleep. I remember one time this girl was snoring, mm -hmm. and I could see all in this bitch's lungs. Mm. And to me, that's an invite. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, for the people that don't know, you saw our lungs. It was the invite to do what? Close the esophagus. The nigga said he closed the esophagus. It's like you got to teach somebody a lesson. Like, hey, you breathing fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I only did it like three, five times. <laughs> and it's almost at the point to where they be doing it on purpose to me. Like, some ladies do shit on purpose. Like, I remember this one girl, she played like she was throwing up in the bathroom and took off all her clothes and shit. And I'm over there like, that's nasty little motherfucker. <laughs> like, who do shit like that? You act like you was thrown up and took off all your clothes. She was like, just in case. And I'm over here hitting it like, man, this is stupid. I'm over here hitting it. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> that shit is crazy. This is stupid, man. <laughs> Why you just did it? Just kept your clothes on. Let me take them off. <laughs> Women don't never be regular around me, man. I stopped fucking with this one chick, man, because her and her son both both was uh, talking about me too much. Mm -hmm. Like, they'd wait till they together, and they'd be like, yeah, watch you want this dick suck. <laughs> like, hey, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's nigga <digger> too. <laughs> well, Why is he talking mom? about that with his mama, dog? At two. <laughs> She telling me, why she want his dick sucked? Get out of here! Why she want his dick sucked? A little two year old like this, why she all day, son? Why? Why she want his dick sucked? Man, that's just so crazy, dog. It's crazy, it's fucked up out here, man. And I, I only went over to like twenty three. <laughs> 
<laughs> 23, 23 times probably Cause I had to count Just in case this bitch Tried to set me up She's one of them types Watch he want his dick son <laughs> <laughs> My nigga that so stupid My nigga said They be talking about me <laughs> Hey, dog, I'm so mad them niggas didn't get to find here about the, uh, uh, uh <laughs> them niggas, the retarded niggas, man, and why niggas, that, why they be molesting the retarded niggas? Hey, man, that shit's so fucked up right there, man. You know, they had movies like that back in the day, dog, to uh, scare us. What you mean? I could never be Catholic. What you mean? Like, you always had a Catholic movie on where they were boys, man, that shit was terrible, dog. You know, when you talk about TV, man, it's a programming that they have at certain times yeah. to test you. Like, I remember the first time I saw the Holocaust, that was the most worst shit I ever saw in my life. I was just like, man, that's what they did to us, too? In certain ways of life, they put the pain on you to test you, to test your faith. Like, people getting the vaccine right now, and they don't know in the long run what is the side effects or nothing. I mean... It amazes me that you put yourself out there, but I understand because you do it every day. You You're take scared. a Tylenol when you get a headache because you don't want to actually read about the organic ways of curing yourself or finding out more or less how your body is different from everybody else's. It's like I beat cancer, you know, so the different effects of how I'm dieting every day to change my lifestyle is off the impulses of my strength what I already beat before. So I know how life is. You got to discipline yourself so hard now with this COVID shit, you just can't jump on the bandwagon. You got to read up on your body is different than the next motherfucker. How do all this shit work for every motherfucker? And then tell me this, what do it do to, for, for women who can still... You know, being pregnated, I mean, like, it's a lot of shit, man. I just, I'm not secure talking about it too much because they seem secure talking about it a lot mm -hmm. with no real answers. Yeah. It's, so. Yeah, getting the vaccine done became, like, abortion and shit. It's like, your body, your choice type shit. They got my mama, man. That shit made me mad. So I mean, it, got my mama. She is. I went and got the shot. Well, you know, fear is the, 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 the like the like the best selling mechanism. So if they sell you fear, you are gonna go buy whatever it is uh, that it is out here to take care of that. shit. I bet so. you if it was musty, then a motherfucker y'all wouldn't have fuck with it. You know what I mean? They make shit appealing. How the fuck all of a sudden it smell right? How how all of a sudden it go through your body and that's right? Like, I mean, it's too much shit, man, out here for me to actually be like. Man, this is the hit, 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 this the real shit. Nah, I'm a smoke and read up on how my body is versus what they saying I should be fucking with because everybody ain't the same. And you can have a new generation of seizures or people with heart failure. Like, you know, you don't know what the fuck this Man, shit is. Short term, you don't get COVID, even though they nah. say it's not guaranteed. Nah. But two, three years from now, you know, you fuck around, grow up, and your ear fall off on the left side, and now well, you're like, all right, that came from that fucking vaccine. It's a couple things where I feel like this may get flagged just by speaking some real shit. But um, one, like they said, like I saw the doctor on the TV yesterday. He was like, even if you and all your family have been vaccinated with Easter, 
Still wear your mask. You can still catch it. You can still carry it. And you can still pass it on. So it's like, I mean, shit. Like, well, you can still catch musty, it. You can still carry it. What about musty, dog? What about musty, man? What about musty? When is we yeah. going to really talk about musty? Like, with everything sweet with the COVID and you can't smell it, what is the musty still? So, wait a minute. Is that a side effect of getting COVID? Or do you mean, like, is there a vaccine for being musty? I think that's the other People one. still be musty that's been musty. <laughs> that's been musty since 86. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you doing? How hard, you, how hard are you hooping? Like, you still how losing that 21 hooping? and you musty than a motherfucker. <laughs> I put like this. Like I was saying about females, going back to that one. More females going to like more females because the lifestyle they're already envious of. You say you don't want to be labeled for sexuality, but yet every pose you showing sexuality. Everything that you're doing is sexuality. Everything. You know, but... I ain't really a pussy hound no more. You know, I like to look at it, but far as thinking that I can have it in my presence and anybody can get to it or anybody got access to it, that shit unattractive to me. Mm. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be a freak or whatever the fuck we're going to be with each other, and that's just us. It's low-key. Don't nobody take no pictures and no videos, got no shit to you. But since I'm at the age I'm age, hey, I, I already know women have been broke off gang bang. So you know it is what it is No opinion Like I said I got my dick sucked By three different generations one night So it is what it is We hoish Foolish man Fuck it man Alright man If you had We're gonna end it like this That's how we're gonna end it Uh, If you could give a message to 17 year old foolish Like if any advice you can get a 17 year old foolish What would that be Slow down. Half of this shit you participated in your whole life don't mean nothing versus what you about to participate in that God got for you in life. You got to get your lane and your message by participating in what the message is about. And the message ain't in the music. The message is in the mind. But you got to be close to God to understand it and make the, the right decisions and take the risk. I I, I tell you, like, I put the, hey, Dick, the drink is beautiful right now. But let me tell you all the really shit off this drink, because it tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I really started off with nothing again. And... I just want to tell you, like, the message was so strong that I realized I had everything. Mm. Ken Berry, Talisha Berry, the whole family took care of me down in Flint going to acting school for a whole year. It's a lot of shit that go with this story. And, I mean, it's some gangster shit, too, but guess what? I never stop believing in what's real. And that's how Red Fox did it. How old was Red Fox when he made it? Who know? Like Come on, talk to me. Damn near 40s? I would say 40. 40. I think he was probably like... 40? By the time he got to TV, he was probably like 60. Hey, fam. 
They think you made it right. Red Fox Great. made it as soon as he stepped on the stage and said he was Red Fox. Oh. Mm. Done deal. That was heavy right there. Point. And that's Point. what it is. It's what you feel it is. Car, we, what you got going on? Oh, man, same old, same old. Uh, we got some things happening in the summer. We want to do outdoor podcasting, keeping the machine going. I got some new ideas with what's happening here. We're going to upgrade some of the equipment in here, too. Cause that's what's coming with the outdoor shit. Foolish, what you got going? Chalk line, bullet holes, bankrolls, car keys. They do the mannequin challenge, off the wine squeeze, mind state, grind pay, gang gang, all day. How do you survive in these streets? With the AK, Roscoe, my sweet pea, you can see it 3D. It's a fire stick without the TV. Hate killer, love ruler, mind healer, war zone. How do you survive in these streets with my black chrome two on it? Who wanted life? It's a shake bag. Every day is my birthday. Where your cake at? East side, west side. Gotta be in travel mode. Understand where you at and never be too blowed. Stop sign, Glock 9, underground. What? All right, I fucked up right there, but yeah, you get it. I was about to go in. He about to go in. He got a song that he just... All that means I'm about to go to Coney Island, nigga, and get a breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> he just did a song with Stretch Money, and y'all should probably look that up. I don't know. Where's go it? Go up. Go to Stretch Money page, man. We got to get dog. He had forgot, man. You know, Stretch Money be taking care of his daughter, yeah, doing that. real shit with his lady. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Shit that I don't do. You know, I'm still looking for me. That same type of relationship I had with Baby Girl and Sherwood Forrest. A husband that passed away, and um, I was wearing dog shit all in the house. You know what I mean? She wouldn't ever let me wear it outside the house, but I was fresh than a motherfucker in the house. 16 rooms, five bathrooms, pool in the back. I was Versace down every motherfucker day. Coogee sweaters all in the living room. 70 inch screens all through that bitch. You know what I mean? He said Versace down. He said that nigga was dead. I was wearing all this shit. All this shit. One time, I was looking in the mirror, and I had on dog, whole little motherfucker of Versace house coat with the pajamas. And I was like, how I look? She was like, like Terrence. I was like, okay, that's dog name. <laughs> dog name. That's dog name, Terrence. Hey man, listen. Uh... Yeah, peep this. One time, I snuck out to go do a show. Had on the motherfucker Coogee and shit. Nigga was over there, motherfucker. Uh, what's that motherfucker next to the Fox? State. The State. I was at the State, state nigga, performing, nigga. And uh, she came up in that bitch. Take your shit off. <laughs> take your shit off. I was on stage killing it. I had to take that nigga shit off. I had my nigga pajamas on on stage. Hell yeah. That shit out cold, nigga. You be wearing nigga shit. <laughs> man, listen, man. Maple Heights, Ohio. I'm on the way Sunday. I see y'all on the fourth. Pull off them pills, Maple Heights. I'm sending my boy with the bag. I'ma have mommy allegedly. So if you need some, I might got something for you. You gotta have them strong with that shit, Maple Heights. That's all some shit. Fifty Cent be. Yeah, let's go set up shop down. Ek. 
in, in Maple Heights, uh, just outside. I, it's not like a suburb right outside of Cleveland. But, man, Foolish, man, thank you for coming, man, for real, man. I yes, appreciate sir. you always coming out. My guys, out. man, my yeah. motherfuckers, Love dog. Foolish. We like Snoop. We let you, you know, Cardi don't let nobody do shit in here. And then you can smoke, you can fuck a bitch in here. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. He got a whole high kind of respect <laughs> for you. You know, man, we got to oh, get geez. back to that, dog. You know what I mean? Lay, next time, ladies... That's uh, cleaned up and been dogged out. <laughs> Let us know. Hey, $21, man, to get dogged out. I'm telling you, man. If you pay $30, they will give you another site. I'm telling you, Corey, fuck with it. It's the new wave. Them niggas on it. The new wave. It's the new wave, man. It's the Josh Adams Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. God you bless and good night. You are listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.